This Week in League is brought to you by Sportsmate Mobile's League Live, the ultimate NRL app for league fans, putting the NRL at your fingertips. New scores, TV viewing schedules, match day information, and more new features for 2017 as well. Search for Sportsmate in the App Store or Google Play to download League Live today. This Week in League, Kieran Foran set the sign for Melbourne and narrowly avoid living in the same state as his kids. Ivan's first job at the Tigers, deciding if Moses will let in more tries playing for Para than he'd set up playing for Wests. Sharks continue the softest premiership defence in history, beating a helpless opponent the week they've been dumped. Plus, we look forward, ever forward, away from the action of Round 6 of the 2017 NRL season. All that and more, This Week in League. Welcome to episode 250 of This Week in League. I'm Nate. And I'm Jay. This milestone, we didn't exactly sneak up because we fucking knew it. So, I mean, our ability to, yeah, to increment... Yeah, 49 fucking episodes. <laughs> our, our ability to increment, the, you know, by one, <laughs> seven days in a, seven days apart, is, is unparalleled. However, um, yeah, it did kind of sneak up a little bit, so I've got nothing to say. I've got no deep, deep insights. I'll save them to episode 300. Yeah. Think of the double O's. Because what's that? Episode 300. So, what, we're only just into the season this year. So, oh, we'll bust out. Yeah. I mean, 300, 300th episode will definitely occur you know, at some stage next year. So, we'll be close enough to the finals. Yeah. We've probably got, what about another, what, we'd have another probably 25 this year easily. Yep. So, yeah. Be late, later in the year. Wouldn't it be fucking magical if it coincided with something? Like, if it were. Like, it wouldn't coincide with the grand final, That's unless we just, you know, took two months off the start of the season. <laughs> Look, I'm, I'm happy to... <laughs> but, um, no, it'd be great if it coincided with something, but we will do something for 300, I don't know what. I say we release a poster yeah. of our shirtless, oiled-up selves... Yeah, I'm with that. ...in Spartan gear. Like, so... Like, big oh, yeah, 300 yeah, behind right. us. Yeah, like, this is Tigers in Duel- <laughs> <laughs> Madness. <laughs> we sign none of the big four. This is madness. This is like a This is Pascal. <laughs> Do you listen to the, the rugby league radio shows or whatever on Triple M on the weekend? No, I don't. I'm often driving around, you know, school sport or you yes. know, dump runs or, you know, fucking whatever. And uh they had um Hooper on there, the um, yeah. I did hear about this. Fuck, and he like he's he's. I, I didn't know this before the interview, but he sort of, he sort of prefaced everything by like, look, I'm a you know passionate West Tigers you know a member. I've been a member for blah blah, and and he's and Pasco's doing the the, the spin tacular CEO or chairman whatever yeah. talk you know right the CEO talk, and it all sounds great to me. I'm like, you know, this dude sounds sweet, and, and he, he's just like, don't you you know. Do you not realise that West Tigers is the laughing stock of the NRL? And he start, and he just starts going in on him and, Whoosh, and he's going he's going, Yeah, that's all well and good. Do you have you yet have you yet come to the realisation that, that Woods Tedesco and Moses are all fucking leaving? <laughs> like, like, damn, you went in, son. And um, you know, fair play to, to Pasco for taking it and, and actually, you know, responding and not coming off looking like a total goose, yeah. but Pretty funny. The other interesting point of view, um, and you know, I, I tend to have a little bit of bias wherever Gus is concerned. I don't see half the problems with him that that a lot of people do. Yeah, because he's yours, hey. 
it, it's not just because of that. Gave you your first premiership. Fucking giving you the frozen milkshakes. <laughs> what hasn't Gus done for you? Well, what's he done for anyone else? He's, blo- he's, done- he's blocked me. <laughs> How did he block you? Um, it was when last pretty year- much cut the balls. No, when it comes to Gussie. It, it was last year when um, Penrith were underperforming and playing sixty minutes. Yeah. And I sent him a tweet along the lines of, um, you know, unless you were living in a cave during that time, this is sort of how Brisbane looked when Griffin was coaching them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I see it. Uh, so, yeah. yeah. But, um, I was blocked a long time ago by Gus. Yeah, he, he made an interesting point that he doesn't understand why the big four are after more money. You know, they, they haven't achieved. Yeah, well, I mean, there's a whole thing, you know, like the, a lot of them are saying, like, you know, I want to go... I want, to, I want to play finals football well if you're actually a quality player how about you fucking drag the team you're at into finals football yeah Look at, I mean like I'm, I'm not saying Jaron Hayne is amazing now but I mean like 2009 that motherfucker single handedly dragged the Eels to the 8th he had a fucking fair chiropractor's <laughs> bill after that season from the low dragged into 8th yeah with you know ably assisted by you know he's he, Robin yeah you know, Jeff Robson <laughs> <laughs> Fuck, so that was pretty much a great sporting accomplishment of all time. <laughs> Dick Robson. <laughs> it's, um, yeah, so... Oh, look, I just really hope, more so for Tigers fans, more than anybody else, that whichever way the cards are going to fall here, yep. that they just fucking fall. Yep. And then, there's going to be that little period of, fuck, why didn't they do this, 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 or this, if they're not happy with it. But... I'd really would like for those guys to be able to concentrate on their footy. You know, I'd like Tigers fans to be able to talk about declines rather than player dramas. Yeah, what the, what what concern do they have with the, with the comings and goings of players? No, well, it's just know. it's just distraction. It's just distraction from the real issue. Tigers in decline. <laughs> <laughs> and once all this petty player bullshit's out of the way, we get back to the meat and potatoes. <laughs> Of life as a West Tigers fan. <laughs> well, we go right into it. We haven't even said welcome to our new listeners, and uh, we've got a couple of new guys this week. As we always say, if you're a new listener, whether you're you know Facebook, Twitter, send us an email, hello at thisweekinleague.com, whatever. But uh, we have a, a bunch of guys uh, pop up on Twitter, and we can give you guys pre-made follower lists. Basically, we'll put it out there that you're new, and uh, you know it's like in prison. You know, you're the new guy in prison, and before before the hour is it has elapsed, you'll be holding the pocket of some. No, it's not like that. First, you know, you're going to need a toothbrush. You're going to need some two ply because that stuff they got in there's yeah. Um, yeah That's, I, there's a cost. I did see some Twill Nation love around this week. Yeah, it was, it was actually a very very friendly. Uh, we had uh, the the first one I've got here is Duffel Coat Supreme. Which would be a great name for you know some sort of band or something, I guess, or maybe a, a Michael Bay era Transformer, or a uh, um, Flasher. Well, yeah, that's obvious, isn't it? I mean, that's like Duffel Coat Supreme. He transforms, no, in, into a penis, no. <laughs> into like a giant spiky mechanical penis. <laughs> Not at all. <laughs> it's a, it's a new style of superhero. Okay, where when the big bad guys robbing the bank trying to get all the money, yep. All of a sudden, he's halfway through cracking the safe, whereas your normal superhero would run in and bust him and cart him off to jail. Someone rapes him or something. The, no, the bad guy gets a phone call from his wife. She's down at the park, and there's some guy in a duffel coat <laughs> opening in front of her, so he has to leave the bank. And 
That's it. Just seems like such a. It just it, look, look to me. It seems like such an inefficient way to police the, to police the world as a superhero. When you got to find out the we'll find the wife of the find out who the criminal is, find out where, they, where their family is, and so obviously he's got some you know incredible you know psychic like you know Professor X sort of powers. Like so you can actually go just just Google. <laughs> Pretty shit superhero. Look, when all you've got is a. Yeah, a radi- I I radioactive like, duffel coat. You I do what you can. I feel like he hasn't earned the the supreme part of his name. <laughs> if that was the case, it's kind of like duff, 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 duffel coat, mediocre, yeah. <laughs> duffel coat in a pinch. <laughs> um, but his his Twitter Twitter handle is uh, at underscore. Fuck, I have words about that. Oh, great. Uh, JDHD. So speculate on what that means all you like um it's a new listener another podcast i listened to posted their apple store rankings on facebook twill was two places higher so i ditched them <laughs> you're a cruel mistress and i and I, I, I i guarantee you that listing that they posted was probably after they'd posted their latest episode and before we posted ours because i mean no one gets within two episodes two places of us fuck that noise <laughs> <laughs> Oh, fuck out of here with that bullshit. And we got one at the big fat hairy M. And uh, his Twitter name, uh, Alice, of course, is, you know, unsurprisingly, big fat hairy man. And so he goes, he's kind of the companion piece to uh, fat hairy lazy, who's also. A, a no, I understand guy. that he actually has a job. And. Well, he's, yeah, he's, he's, he's not lazy. And volunteers at homeless shelters. Well, and enjoys crochet and knitting. Anything but lazy. Yep. That's sort of thing. Like crocheting and knitting is still fairly fucking lazy, though. I mean, it's what your nana does, and I mean, she's not out there fucking. No, she's not kicking she's... behinds for fucking Brisbane Lions or anything, is she? No, she's just out there being fucking racist and <laughs> driving at thirty kilometres an hour, merging onto a freeway, but. Does anyone have a nana? Does anyone have a nana who's who is over eighty years of age who doesn't have some like racism in her though? Those old people. Oh, she just doesn't have some racism. Oh, I'm not going to get into it here, but fuck it. Yeah, my nana. She lovely, had, lovely lady, but she says some. She's got some fucking funny ideas. She had an operation. Yeah. And when she came out, I was all for telling her that there was a massive complication. And the only way she survived was that a lovely uh, Muslim nurse donated blood right there in the OR. Oh, that would have been a problem, would it? And so now she had Muslim yeah. blood. Yeah. But there were legit concerns about a heart couldn't, attack. Couldn't eat bacon anymore. It, uh, or, but <laughs> no, the family talked me out of it because they, they honestly thought that it would have ended her. Well, she'd come out of surgery. I mean, like, <laughs> so she already was in a fucking pre-weakened state. Oh, no, it was like keyhole. <laughs> do you realise old people, old people die if I can breathe on them in the wrong way nah she's too angry to die <laughs> love oh, you Nan that sounds like my other one that didn't, it actually is dead I mean she's too angry to die but she's she, you know, somehow somehow they dragged her down um, anyway the big fat hairy M g'day boys new to the pod this year and loving it not sure if it's a good thing yet but have also joined Twitter hashtag new to Twitter oh. so you've joined Twitter and it's like your first tweet and you're throwing a hashtag on there I dare say you must have you know grabbed a you know in 21 days or a four dummies or you know something of that nature to prepare yourself for your journey no Twitter explains that when you sign up doesn't it oh, fuck the final that was years ago man why yeah. are you bringing up old shit uh, I don't know fuck man I've been on Twitter fucking no like I said <laughs> 
<laughs> a long ass time. <laughs> Mailbag. <laughs> a hipster Twitter. You liked it before oh. it was a thing. Yeah, I'm gonna. You just used to write 140 words on a bit of paper and throw it at people before the internet. I think I'm gonna pop an endone and fucking turn this into a real party. <laughs> Normie H93. In the same breath. Poor Gold Coast Titans, so many injuries. Suck shit, cunts. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you, cunts. We've got Harper, not much else. That's a building year. It's true. I mean, we well, yeah, don't have don't have ligaments and calcium and all the stuff you kind of need to maintain a, a healthy playing roster. <laughs> maybe that maybe that, that that strength and conditioning guy that Manly took off them, you know, at the start of the Barrett regime last year. Maybe mm. maybe, they, maybe that guy did have something. Hasn't really demonstrated too much down down at Manly, but clearly he meant something to the Titans. So that's salt water and meth. Yeah. yeah, well, I will, yeah, I mean, like I imagine, like meth would be like, um, yeah, like was it like like it weakens the bones and shit? I'd imagine, I don't know. You think that's an acceptable excuse if a starter roll through the Titans? What do you mean acceptable Just excuse? Everyone stepped on a needle. We all went down to the beach, and everyone stepped on needles. Well, it's, it's not like it's fucking impossible, is it? <laughs> I walked down. I walked down the Gold Coast, and someone fucking someone was taking a hit from the fucking glass dick as I walked past them. That's also <laughs> highly plausible. Passive mess, second hand mess. Ah, pops. Does Tigers in decline really need an explanation? Fairly certain it's self-explanatory. Stepdad, yes. Tigers in decline, not so much. Mm. Well, we explained it anyway. No, I had to fucking explain. You know, Newton's laws to my kid. They're pretty fucking self-explanatory, but he doesn't understand them because he hadn't heard about them before. Not everyone is, is, watches the game of rugby league as closely to see the trends. <laughs> <laughs> the patterns. <clears throat> Analyzing it and so forth. Uh, <clears throat> dirt underscore road underscore cowboy. Listening to us, I believe, all the way from Albuquerque, New Mexico. Oh. Speaking of fucking meth. I mean, that's fucking... He's got that Heisenberg shit out there. Yes. So, uh... Isn't that a shame? Place used to be known for, you know, Bugs Bunny should have taken a left turn there. (laughs) Now it's over blue (laughs) meth. And fucking fried chicken. (laughs) Trump's America. I see they got that pop-up fucking Gus Fring fucking fried chicken thing down in Sydney at the moment. Oh, really? Better Call Saul. Yeah, season started. Fuck, that show's glorious. Um, He said... I'm going to, he's, he's made a typo here, but I'm going to correct it to what I think he meant. I accept stepdad, only to see him dangle from the storm's nuts. They weren't awesome. The Panthers sucked inside 10 meters. Hashtag wish mum was lesbo. I'm not sure what that means, but. Panthers did struggle against Melbourne. Yeah, but their defense was fucking incredible. Fucking broke you for your next game though. Dirty, cheating purple cunts. Just cl- dirt road. Clarify. Are you? A f- are you a fucking? He's a storm fan. He's not. He, but he can't be like. He's something dangling from the storms. And that, that sounds to me that he's like against you. Like he's against the praise for the storm. So maybe somewhere his allegiances lie elsewhere. I don't know. And fucking who do you go for, bitch? Tell us. Melstar zero zero one. And that's the real mum. I would have said the hot stepdaughter. Well, say what you like. Mm. Whatever. We'll go with the flow. Ben Hecho, 43, talk of El Loco and no mention of stepdad force-feeding people Patron. I can still taste the overpowering coffee taste. 
Ah, oh, Jim Pansy 15 yep. followed that one up and said, Stepdad trying to buy our love. It worked. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I may be Trumpy in this, but I don't remember anyone saying no. I think someone, who was it? Was it, was it, uh, was it Unky D? It came Maybe. out. No, was it, was it someone something? a designated driver? So, or something? Well, it wasn't Unky D though, because he. Oh no, Tyler. He had to go to work. Like he had to leave at the yeah, point where he had to start okay. work, so he didn't. Um, but, uh, that, but that's like the only one I reckon. Mm. Oh, it's just such a. It's a move that's gone down in, in folklore now, and it had probably have to be replicated. <laughs> like we'll have to put these shots on every time. I think. <laughs> so yeah, come to our function and get a shot. <laughs> Not too many people, please. <laughs> <laughs> Otherwise, the shots get cheaper and nastier. I can't actually claim all your guns as dependents, can I? The way the, the way the show's uh, exploded this year, I mean, the budget. You know, it was it was it was a, a Patron budget, and then now it's probably like Metho budget. <laughs> so uh, we got a loaf of bread. I'm just gonna turn up with a jerry can and start spraying the people. Jerry can and a slice of bread for everyone. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, Wally Frogmore. Chris Lawrence is the true rot at the West Tigers. Think about it. He's been there through all the coaches, backstabbing, decline, etc. Yes, he has. So the Kaiser Soze of decline. Yeah. Butsy 888. Every time you read a tweet from R. Popsh, I can't, I can't help but say schwankovescence to myself in some odd homage to the dad that left. Yes. E underscore rascals. The Sims brothers remind me of the Dick brothers on Home and Away. Pussy actors trying to look like tough cunts. Probably why I hate them. I don't know who the Dick Brothers I'll are. I'll take away. your word for that. Are they? Are they, are they like? Well, I don't know. They like Dick. Like this, you know, their surname is Dick. Although, or are they, or are they dickheads? Or it's Home and Away. Fucking. Has Home and Away moved into some like weird sci-fi realm where visitors from another planet have? Has Home and Away moved into some weird sci-fi realm where it's acceptable for heterosexual men to watch it? Ah. This pundit I don't, says no. I think that that is, you know, rather harsh on our peen-loving brothers because I don't think homosexual men would enjoy low-quality bullshit melodrama either. Yeah, you have a point. Like the Well, well I guess we need feedback from all sides. The, the want for a mushroom tickling your prostate doesn't mean your, your taste in television gets, gets changed irrevocably. <laughs> Oh, I don't think that tweet went the way you could do it. <laughs> Super Grover 4. I'm, te- I'm tearing up with the storm love this week. He's addressed this to my old This Week in League Nate account that I haven't checked for five, a good five years. Um, I'm, te- I'm tearing up with storm love this week. The club want to give you an honorary membership. Oh, um, and I think I replied something like, great. Fucking Super yeah. Grover. Good to see well, him good, come out of hiding. It's good to see him come out of hiding because uh, he's he's been... On, he's been on board for years, and uh, he's one of the. He's actually in a very small group of people that we met in person, and he hadn't heard of the show. And he yeah. was just he's he just somehow gravitated to. We were drinking uh, before the 2011 grand final, I think, and we met him then. And um, actually, I think might have had beers in the next day, or was that after 2000? I remember. Yeah, I had beers the next and day. And he, he's too. one of one of two people that were responsible for me actually getting to the game at the grand final. Yeah. There, there was Shunter, who got yeah. me onto the train. Yeah. And then Super Grover's... Oh, who actually got, was going to the ground, Got yeah. me off the game. <laughs> so, uh, oh, it was fantastic. 
Well done, sir. It was very, it was very interesting travel last oh, year. Jesus. <laughs> My Saguna 85. I blame Glenn for the demise of Run TMB. He put that much pressure on them, they couldn't live up to their reputation. Sounds like their fault. Yeah, I blame little, you. Little, little bitches with lack of lack of uh, you know staunch constitution. I re- I remember at the time I had some fairly strong words to say to Glenn about fucking you know using the holy names in vain. Yeah. So saying like the ghost of Jam Master J is fucking <laughs> like <laughs> he's cursed them. <laughs> the, the little fucking white boy from Ed's is <laughs> is yeah. not ghetto. Um, Fucking Saguna, you got time to reply to tweets. Which fucking yeah, Saguna yeah. story? Well, he sends another tweet. He said, Nate, how can I return my Run TMB shirt and get my $25 plus $7.95 postage back? Thanks, Glenn. Hashtag cunt. Hashtag refund. Hashtag waste of money. What a shit fan of the Tigers. Wow. Two tweets in a row. Probably about 25 to 33% of the time would have taken to give us that fucking yep. Ricey Gibbs cookhold story. Yep. So, Saguna. Although, what, what do you expect from someone that turns on his fucking players like that? Vicious. Turn, turned on his podcast friends as well. Vicious. Fuck. The biggest tiger. So, Nate starts with, the biggest tiger said, and stepdad immediately groans, <laughs> and my stepdad's Saguna. Oh, I, I, I don't think anyone else could be my Saguna, but... It's, um, it's definitely not the biggest tiger too. No. Yeah. He's like one of the nicest Twill Nation members. Yeah. I think. And level-headed supports Tigers his team fan. through through anything. Yep, he's just he's just a, and supports the jersey. He truly is the biggest the biggest Tigers fan yeah. in my opinion. Now, Mister Underscore Wars, oh, this fella looking to start the hashtag Twill Tourist hashtag. Let's see how many countries or random places we can cross off for this week in league listens. Now I'm in Hawaii, and then he's he's gone on to you know, talk of all the other places and there are another couple of people who've who've put some um, serious locations on mm. we a, I remember I looked at the stats oh probably yeah, a couple of years ago and mostly not not for numbers just to look at the sheer numbers of countries and then to go down and find the ones where there was like one and like thinking well, how the fuck did that happen like in Uzbekistan like, like Ukraine was like legitimate like, like there was one in the Ukraine there was one in some, like who's that guy What's he all about? Are they people using VPNs or probably? Yeah, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's fantastic. That was, though, the that was the conclusion tour- that I came to. <laughs> VPNs. Yeah. The, the Twill tourist. Yeah, Twill tourist. So if you go uh, hashtag TWIL tourist and uh, throw out some locations where you listen to the show. I did see a bunch of people. Now we're talking about the new guy to Twitter, understanding how hashtags work. Mm-hmm. I've seen all of that fucking conversation. I didn't see one other person use the fucking hashtag. And let me tell you, hashtags. Very useful for hashtag save down. lives. They do, they do, and uh, and and mostly like my fucking time. So uh, even more important than than lives. <laughs> oh, speak, speaking of um, saving lives, yes. Speaking of uh, tool tourists, yes. There was old mate who was talking about listening from the Tiwi Islands. Yes, we thought we were. A, he thought a we were a Tiwi, about Tiwi rugby, Islands yeah. rugby. Um, they're about to get, or thought they were going to get smashed by a cyclone. A little really? while ago, so yeah. it, it was looking pretty grim there this morning. I, I haven't had a chance to check up the news, so so if anyone is listening over in the Tiwi Islands, stay dry, stay safe, and make sure you got torches and fuck, I don't know, umbrellas. Umbrellas, I can't help you. Actually, no, don't take them out in storms. Yeah. Get some Mary Poppins <laughs> shit and wind up in fucking <laughs> South Africa. Giannis underscore Matthias. 
Is the French rugby thing a real threat? How many have moved there who weren't punted by their club? Gaz, the only I can think of. No, French rugby is not a threat. French rugby is what you call an option. Yeah. For players to make a lot of money when they've made cunts of themselves in the National Rugby League of Australia. Yeah. And they can sort of bide their time, eat some cheese, drink some fucking Bordeaux, and just fly under the radar in, in, in a different culture and fairly, you know, comfortable one at that. And then come back and fucking sign on for big bucks for the Sharkies or somewhere. Yeah. That's how it works. It's, 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 not, it's not a threat at all. This thing about people fucking leaving, I don't give a, I don't give a fuck who yeah. it is. Like, where it was like, oh, Inglis is going to go here. Like, oh, the fucking, you know, the world's ending. Carmichael Hunt's going to fucking AFL. There, there has never been a player that's ended rugby league yet. No, no. And we've already had some of the greatest. And there's never been a player who's left rugby league who's, who's done better for themselves, you know, either profile or, you know, uh, athletic achievement or anything yeah. like that. Then it's like, like, yeah, like Israel Flower is a great example. I mean, like, he, he, he goes, all right. Mm-hmm. He's, he's he's fine. He's had some great games in, in rugby, but yep. it's, it's rugby. I mean, he gives a fuck nobody. That's the answer. Exactly. Nobody gives a fuck about rugby no. in this country. Fuck rugby. But cancel it. Delete fucking rugby. Interesting. If, if you were running the NRL at the moment, yeah, with the the shit. If going I was running on. the NRL. I would delete the sport of rugby. So <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm sure that is in Baldy's powers. Just they're looking to get rid of a club. But it looks like it's going to be the Perth one. Yeah, yeah, okay, so yeah, yeah, yeah. Would you would you step in it now and say, oh, well, I'll tell you what, you're not going to be a fucking shit snooze ball game anymore. You're going to be a league franchise. Yeah, it's not possible though, is it? because it's actually owned by the yeah, that's owned by the ARU and that, that, that you sure it's owned by the ARU. Yeah, I thought they had a. They were talking about them suing the ARU today. Yeah, that's and that's why that's why it's it's ridiculous because I mean they're actually owned. I mean, like or, so. Are you, but are you saying that like you know the NRL owns they, the Titans? They hold the license and, and all that sort of thing. Yeah, they might not, yeah. So yeah, this is the thing. The force they they're going. I mean, they're trying to make it like it's a two horse thing between Melbourne and that fucking yeah, nah. Perth. You're gone. Um. Yeah. So yeah, no, I would I would never step in. Fucking yeah, you know, like yeah, you know, same thing if you're gonna you know, piss off South or something like that. No, but if, but if you could get somewhere and they would hopefully have, you know, facilities and X Y Z that you could get at a reduced rate, is that a, a lesser risk way to venture into the territory? Yeah, probably. And I'm like, I'm I'm for, I'm for expansion, but the NRL's not for expansion. No, got it. It's like, like Greenberg. Whenever he's asked about it, he's always this is not on the agenda in the, you know, in the the even medium future. Yeah. You know, so. Which is fine. Like I just want, I just want a good competition. You know, strong competition, and you know, I'll, I'll, you know, Perth's a fucking long away game to go to, so it's not really going to you know affect mm. my life at all. Mm. Um, a second Brisbane team be great. Yeah, get an extra game up. Like, you know, potentially get another another game up here. Um, but yeah, yeah, I don't think I. I understand what you're saying. Like it's a cheap way to to get the expansion, but there's so many other factors. There would still be a pain in the ball. Oh, yeah, no, yeah. I'm, not, I'm not saying that I would do it. Yeah. I was just curious as to, uh, yeah. to your opinion. <clears throat> uh, Bud Smoko, I'm so glad I signed up to Supercoach this year. There just wasn't enough pissing me off on the weekend. That's <laughs> the <laughs> problem solved. I find that uh, this year's on the opposite with Supercoach. Like, I, I used to, you know, get the, the, the gold, you know, and check out everything and fucking pour over my team every week and... No, I don't give a fuck. Like, no. I think I think Moylan was my captain last week. Oh, fuck. 
I didn't even go in and edit my fucking team from the week before. Mate, he's not even Penrith's captain this week. <laughs> oh, he's your captain. He's decided he wants it now. No, but no, I read an article that said he was, you know, he decided yeah, no, to give no, it up. No, but then there's the article after that where he said he didn't want to give it up, the responsibility to oh, focus so on Oh, so are you saying that a mainstream media outlet just wrote an absolute piece of that, bullshit? That article's fucking hilarious because it's um a typo on the team list, which is all it was, became a whole story that he's too much, he wants to relinquish the responsibility and focus on his game and blah, blah, blah. And what an absolute! And they're still telling that they're still like, yeah, he's a captain now, but he's, he's decided against. It. He's decided against yeah. relinquishing. Yeah, it. like no motherfucker. There was never a thing, and you've just the state of the state of uh, rugby league journalism at the moment. It's fucking horrid. Well, it's the state of fucking journalism. Period. Really, I mean, it seems like all the sports that I'm into have terrible fucking journalism associated with them. So, yeah. I guess it is what it is. Um, mm. Once again, of course, we thank our good friends from the Super League Pod for the weekly roundup of everything happening over there in uh, the ESL. Uh, make sure you follow them on at Super League Pod and give them a listen as well. Did you have you been following the uh, the Wolfpack, the Toronto Wolfpack? Yeah, yeah. Did you see the fucking? <laughs> like I follow Fui Fui, and like, so yeah. he so he retweets a lot of shit from you know the habits of Wolfpack stuff. Did you see the dressing room celebrations after the last game where they're doing the? The the, uh, the the Wolfpack on fire thing. It, <laughs> I, I wish that it was an easy plane trip to Canada. Oh, or to their games when they have to spend their games yeah. on the plane in, yeah, in the UK. That would be... But that dress, the, the joy <laughs> of that dressing room, the Wolfpack's on fire. Foo Foo was kind of hanging back a bit, like just like just bemused by the whole thing, but fuck it, like, there was a good 70% of them that were just in there, just kicking the table over and throwing drinks yeah. around, like just going off. It's great. Love to see it. Anyway, let's throw it over to the boys from Super League Pod for the ESL Roundup for the week. Nice one, gents. Tom and Mark from Super League Pod here with you, as always, to bring you a roundup of everything that happened last week in ESL, this week in Senilafeo. Yeah, we start round eight on Thursday night, where it was Wigan 10, Castleford 27. Luke Gale and Zach Hardacre again orchestrated an impressive win for Classy Cass, as your world champion Wigan Warriors continued their injury-hit losing run. Manly cast off Jesse Senilafeo took advantage of weak Wigan defending just after half-time to score the try that all but sealed the win for the Tigers, with a late Greg Eden intercept try putting the icing on the cake for the Super League leaders. And it was a scoreline that no one saw coming, even if the result wasn't quite so surprising, as Hull FC capitulated 18 points to 54 against high-flying Salford on Friday night. Much of what worked well for Salford came through the hands of Mike Dobson and also vivisection candidate Robert Louie. Ben Murdoch Masilla weighed in with a stunning try of his own, handing off about four FC defenders. Some woeful defence from FC will leave head coach Lee Radford with plenty to fix up before the Easter period, after this performance saw Steve Michaels try being pretty much the only bright spot for the Arley Birds. 
It was Lee Centurion's 26, Catalan Dragons 37, also on Friday night. Fullback Tony Gigo was free to play again and made a difference as Catalan recorded their first win since round two against an ill-disciplined and shoddy tackling Lee Centurions, overtaking them in the table in the process. Gareth Hock found himself on the wrong side of the ref for Lee and Braden Willie Army was on the right side of the result as he lifted his returning curse by contributing a try and an assist to the Dragons' cause. And also on Friday night, St Helens like a 14-point half-time lead, sna- lead slip to snatch a draw from the jaws of victory when they came up against struggling Huddersfield this week. Uh, Danny McBruff had a chance to win it for the Giants, but his touchline conversion sailed wide. Okumatai and Sebastian Ikahihifo went well for the Giants, and this was a result that cost Saints legend and now former head coach Kieran Cunningham his job at the Totally Wicked Stadium. At the same time, it was Wakefield Trinity 30, Witness Vikings 4. David Fafita continues to rip it up with another try assist and over 100 running metres, although hometown product Tom Johnston was the star of the show as Wakey ran away with this one. Reese Hambry was the closest Viking to offering any sort of threat in a display that promised Witness fans little room for optimism as they fall to the foot of the table after this loss. And the final game of the weekend was at the Halliwell Jones Stadium, where Warrington Wolves finally got their first win of the season in some style over an improving Leeds Rhinos team. This was as complete a performance as the Wolves have managed all year, and in truth, they deserve the points. Razzle Dazzle Gidley weighed in for Wire, who move off the bottom of the table at the expense of local rivals Witness. On the other side of the ball, Matt Parcell continues his impressive start to his Leeds career with a try and a hat full of metres for the Rhinos. That, all that means Classy Cast stay top with Salford's Army of Grubby NRL Castoffs rising to second ahead of the Easter weekend doubleheader. As Tom said, Warrington are off the bottom replaced by local rivals Witness. A lot could change over the next week as we have two rounds of action over the upcoming Easter weekend. Okay, finally, just on the memberships, I think we've decided what we're going to do. Um, we don't have a, we don't have locked in, but let's talk about uh, we we can talk a little bit about what what the plan is. So basically, we're going to do an option where this year you don't have to pay upfront for the membership. You can spread it. We we got a payment plan thing, so you can yep. spread it over like you know six months or something like that, and uh, like weekly or monthly or whatever. What do you decide? Is it going to be weekly or monthly? Um, it it's going to be monthly uh, direct debits. Yep. So there's going to be a couple of different options to support the show. Yep. There will be the fully fledged member, which is like like, like the and and you have the option. You, I mean, I, I was thinking you, know, you have the option to get the membership and uh, for a certain price, or you can you know pay you know a touch more and spread that That's that, that figure out over yep. the season. Um, and there'll be lesser ones as well with like you know smaller you know merch things and just you know if you want to you know chip in you know beer money or whatever you want to support the show but you don't want to go like you know the full membership thing and maybe that's held you back in previous years there's going to be options yeah. at, at that end as well there's so. going to be ways that it's basically chicken feed and yeah. you'll be able to help out the show exactly so it should work running. out should, so it should work out better and we're also thinking about coming down earlier for the the grand final weekend coming down a day earlier and doing an actual members only members ball it's a motherfucking ball members Minus ball tuxes and attractive partners champagne fucking waterfalls <laughs> <laughs> it's like the players um, ball like the outcast film <laughs> but yeah but but have a a catch up on, on yeah. a night yep before yep um, fairly reserved because we've got to back it up 
El Loco's obviously the, the next day. Yeah, El, that's that's the um, one where we get loose. But that's where the the members can really intertwine and and meet new members and intertwine. So he sounds like kind of like an orgy. Is that what you're saying? You say it's like a members-only orgy? No, I'm not saying it's an orgy. Because we didn't discuss that. <laughs> you don't say it's an orgy. An orgy is just an orgy. <laughs> Fuck. So. Um, but yeah, there'll, there'll be a couple of different options designed to let people help out the show. Get some swag. Mm-hmm. Some cool swag. Mm-hmm. Um, but still... If you, you really want the, the top-level stuff with all of it, that'll be an option for you as well. News. Like many weeks, I feel it's a slow news week uh, this, this season, and uh, which is... I guess it's kind of good in a way. I, I would go further and to say that it's a no-news week. Well, there's some. They're, they've uh, brought in the slapping ban now where they've clarified the rules that the slap basically is the same as a punch and that uh, future offenders will be marched to Simbin. Uh, this obviously all comes from uh, David Clemmer slapping Cherry Evans uh, mm. a couple of weeks ago. Yep. And... Um, and they say it's like it's all basically Nate Miles has come out, you know, saying that referees should treat the conduct more seriously. And so he's like the guy that was responsible for punching getting banned and 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 slapping getting banned. Um, I think I heard that on the radio when I was coming home from the post office this afternoon, and they've got that afternoon show on Triple M with that Dobbo guy, and you know he's like he turns up on some footy stuff and that as mm. well. He's a fucking idiot, that guy. He's like, oh, the game's gone so soft. At first, they take away punching, and and now this slapping thing. Like, you know, we, we spoke about the slapping what, the week before last like, the, the, about you know Bass Rutten and his pioneering of how to fucking knock someone out with that. I mean, if you let slapping become a completely acceptable way to express yeah. anger and violence yeah. on a rugby league field, best believe. People will be pulling out the fucking Buzz Root so, Street yeah, Flow some, Techniques some VHS tapes and learning how to knock a motherfucker out scot-free <laughs> with, yeah. with an open hand slap. Um, so basically, yeah, they've just said it's a... Uh, they had a they had a, a the competition committee which uh, yeah, has a couple of coaches in there and uh, and they, they made the decision. Some of the guys in there, uh, for example, uh, Trent Robinson, the Roosters coach, and he said, uh, slapping's not a good look for the game and I support any efforts to ensure that it's not part of rugby league. The game's worked hard for a long time on its image for all people, but particularly for children and mothers and this sends the right message to them. And that's right, like, you know, f- fuck, I, I love looking back at the, the old, you know, like Mark Guyer. Yeah. Ramming elbows through fucking Peter Jackson and Paul Hoff and you know, punching on, yeah. you know, and getting up in the face of Wally Wanker and all that sort of fucking MG. I mean, I mean that, that, that's just it's, it's, it's tremendous. And like, but and I, even more than that, I love that fucking. I tell you what, it, what is funny that he's the the prime example for anyone that says that they want punching back in the game. Yeah, MG's the the best person to point him towards. Was the biggest proponent of fucking. He he basically almost drew a. a fucking car derby cage to himself yeah. and <laughs> smashed into people but but he's the first one to say that it, it shouldn't be yeah shouldn't be something that's seen today that's because it's a guy that's been there done it and had kids come up through you know and yeah. you can see both sides and so, yeah look I think that's good the, the slap's not a good look um, it, it is just a loophole you start, you start like a, a second a secondary league like you know the like the fight club league <laughs> 
like a Luke O'Donnell fucking like <laughs> anything goes it's just like the Les Boyd cup or like the Luke O'Donnell fucking. yeah well you know how they, they like combine like boxing and chess yeah oh, chess, bo- chess boxing yeah well that's that's a that's a sport I, that was like pioneered by one of the Klitschko's wasn't it so uh, fuck I don't know but so that's like legitimate boxing maybe maybe there needs <laughs> the- to be an off season where it's like touch footy and boxing yeah, so what we call it? Well, I mean, yeah, we had that game obviously at school, you know, Mugby. Kill the deal with the pill? No, it's called like Mugby. Oh, okay. Kill the deal with the pill. That's a bit, that's a bit verbose, isn't it? Yeah. Well, time is money. I'm mean, not we're... talking about Corey Norman. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Mm. That would yeah. be great as like, like an IPL sort of. <laughs> And guys get like you know they get they get signed based on like um like an ice hockey like the enforcer kind of approach like dude the dude you think could fuck someone up like yeah Paul Gallon well he's obviously had some professional boxing fights yeah. so that guy becomes like he's obviously he's a good player but he becomes a treasure in this kind of sport where where, where punching people down is like a, is, is a priority. The, the next thing I'd like really like to see him get rid of is that fucking third man in push off. Yeah, like that. You know, something's happened, and yeah. a player might be slow to get up. Yeah. And, and someone else comes will in, run in and, off and, and yeah. yeah, push them off and, and shit. That's the sort of shit that's just absolutely weak as piss. They can't do anything. Yeah. You go up there and get a free shot on them. The referee's going to penalise them if they're staying there too long. I mean, holding down the ruck. Exactly. So I think they probably should go the other way as well if you're going to be... And, and I don't see... I, I don't see rugby league players now laying down on an injured opponent. In fact, I see the opposite. I see people on well, they kind of go off and they like start pointing to them. And, yeah, know, they'll stick like, their hand up. There's a problem. I mean, yeah. even even Billy Slater after he broke Wolfman's neck. I mean, he still kind of feigned compassion. Yeah, and sort of you know so, like, oh look, I didn't do that. Come on, me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah so. Yeah. Uh, so yeah. So if it's um, so it's a simbin, and the bunker can rule on future instances of slapping if missed by the on-field referees. So, uh, yeah, the head of football, Brian Canavan, said slapping may not always hurt physically, but it's a poor look for the game and a bad example to juniors. Referees will now be empowered to deal with slapping incidents as they would with punches by using the sin bin. Hmm. Uh, the Storm. Uh, came out of favourites to sign Kieran Foran. For stars, it just shows what a shit bloke he is. <laughs> because, let me tell you, anyone from that era, like Brett Stewart, Glenn yeah. Stewart, Watmo... Jamie Lyon, the, none of those mother, they would not for any money mm. would they have ever signed yeah. with the Melbourne Storm. Yeah, but like, I fucking hate was real. Ah, uh, I don't Foreign. know. They never had the option. They weren't Foreign good enough. Mer- to, they well, weren't good enough for Bellamy to fucking ask them. The players I all mentioned there were all actually the greatest ever in their positions. So I mean, I don't know what you're talking about. No, no. <laughs> um, you know what is interesting? The you, you talk about fucking salting the earth. Yeah, and. Kieran Foran may prove to be the fucking Wayne Bennett of of NRL teams. Oh yeah, the, the, the absolute king of burning bridges. Did, did you read the Sean Johnson comments? Well, what Sean Johnson was he's I read some comments from him. Then wasn't he like saying you know we talk about talk with each other about about our futures? Um, now you know playing next to Foran, I realise what I've been missing in my life at the Warriors, and uh, and you know we boys and yeah. yeah. That that is the fucking scariest thing that Warriors fans could ever have read. Yeah. Because up until then, there, you know, it was a constant topic of discussion. Why the fuck is Sean Johnson staying at the Warriors across this side of the ditch? Yeah. Yeah. 
you know, what, what, like, does he not know you can get fucking LMP over here? <laughs> exactly. Is, is someone they've got it in the Kiwi in the in the Kiwi section of the International Foods and Coles. Like the the Warriors have just got fake newspapers on the wall saying that you know it's a banned substance in Australia. But um, you can buy Lord of the Rings on Blu-ray over here. What else is there? We have fucking short people. L and P, Lord of the Rings. We have fucking hairy-footed sharks fans that are four foot high. But to hear him come out now and say, "You, w- I want to play with the best players." Yep. Um, yeah, that this may fucking be the the biggest backfire in in recent rugby league history, taking foreign into the Warriors. Problem is that uh, one thing that they will get out of it, or not get out of it, but one thing, like. The, the, the cash involved to, to have a package deal with Johnson and Foran just doesn't exist in any club, I don't think. I, I don't think that it's necessarily that Johnson has to go where Foz is going, but I think it's now that he's just opened his eyes. Yeah. It's just, if it wasn't a possibility before, even if he says, well, okay, if I don't get to go and play with Foran, look at all these other fucking cunts that I've played against. Yeah. <laughs> I've never even thought about playing with them. Yeah. <laughs> And but this, the New Zealand Warriors aren't the New Zealand rep side. I have a choice. <laughs> <laughs> I just, <laughs> I can go across the ditch with no eligibility criteria yeah. and play for these other teams for gargantuan amounts of money at an exchange rate. At a favourable exchange rate. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, look at all the stuff I can get duty free. <laughs> But then that would be just like just basically just, just Alize, right? <laughs> <laughs> just uh, <laughs> three liters of, <laughs> of Alize. I'll get a trolley bun full. It's <laughs> almost Kiwi accent. What? What was that from? I don't fucking know. It was. It was some fucking. Oh, it was like the degeneration. Oh fuck! It was Hang like on. you know. Oh, oh no! I've spilled some chop and dop on my nutted one chatter. <laughs> Oh, it's fantastic. Is there anything else you want to talk about in terms of in terms of new stuff? McQueen's just got signed to the Tigers. Yeah, three years from next year. Not not <clears> a terrible <throat> signing for the Tigers. No, but it's kind of like a you know shrug, move on. Like you know, it's a it's a, it's a player. It's 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 a player signing, and he, I don't think he's. I think he'd be better as sort of the last piece to a pack that's almost there. Yeah, rather I mean, than one that's potentially going to the dogs and other places. <laughs> Apart from fucking Woods, yeah. Who else would you take from that Tigers pack for your team? Oh, you would take like um, like you take Et. Yeah, Et, you, t- you would take. But I mean, there has been times when fucking like Ava and and you know Jesse Sue have been fucking great. I mean, like one of like who was it? One of them was terrible the other week. Uh, I think that Sue. was one of Sue. Yeah. yeah. But um, yeah, but that's what I'm saying. That, like the, there have been yeah. times when yeah. But the, you know, you you look at the dominant packs yeah. And they're good for a long period of time. Yeah, yeah. Um, and, and I'm not sure McQueen, although he is a solid player and he's definitely fucking gutsy. Like, Woods to the dog seems to be gaining steam. And I mean, at the expense of, like, Graham? I don't yeah. know. I, uh, yeah, I'm not sure that's right. I mean, longevity, great, yeah, sure. Yeah. yeah. I mean, but I think just sheer leadership and also, like, you know, mongrel. Yeah. Graham's got all over him. Mm. In that respect, mm. I mean, that guy, like you know, whatever shortcomings he might, you know, gain and brain explosions and shit that he might have, I mean, that dude, fucking, oh, like, he puts it. it out there. 
probably not the player this year in the, the back end of no, last year. No. By any stretch. No. Um, but you're right. I, I think James Graham is a, a smart buy for the Newcastles. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, he could be uh, he could be the guy that to teach these youngsters how to, how to yeah. fucking get at it, you know, like Ben Kennedy when he came to Manly. And, yep. um, you know, yeah, no, I agree. So, um, yeah, the, everything's still fucking speculation. You know the the only. I'm so fucking sick of it. <laughs> oh my fucking god! Just sign. Just can't. Just fucking. And everyone's got me. a fucking scoop. Oh, tired. Everyone's got a fucking scoop. Oh, I can't stand me another scoop. It, 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 it's an interesting philosophy. The absolute peak scoop though was that Moylan captaincy thing. No, like fuck me. That was the that was the that was peak media yeah. media bullshit. I don't think I've seen a worse, more fabricated media story. And. They could have just said nothing more about it, right? Yeah. They could have just pulled the story, even if they didn't issue a retraction or a delete it and pretend it didn't, you know, pretend it didn't happen. That's it. Just never speak of it again. Mm-hmm. But instead of that, they fucking doubled down on it. Yeah. So yes, while he may be captain, it's because he elected not to relinquish it. Blah blah blah. You know. But oh fuck, man. Everyone's so, scared. Yeah. Moses is gone. Oh yeah, so that was one thing. Yeah, so okay, so he's so he's he's uh, gone to the Eels mm-hmm. and uh, wants an early early release. They're going to play the Eels this week. Uh, I heard Pascal on the radio say that he uh, one thing is for sure that you you know you you won't see him going across the Eels before they play. You know before they play the Eels. Yeah, look, it's a wonder. tough one. I don't think we'll ever see this. If it were again. me. Well, they had. <coughs> what was the situation? Who did we have? It was, uh, was it was the BJ Lua one where he got released to Canberra from Newcastle and he couldn't play against Newcastle. Like it was before they played them, but he couldn't play. One of the conditions was he couldn't yeah, play that game yeah, against yeah. them. Um, and that's, I think that's perfectly fine. Um, this one, it's just, it's just so the game they're playing against the other team is so close to when the deal actually went down yeah, and, and all that sort of thing. So it's a bit weird. But um, like, if it were me. And Moses, especially gobbing off and like, I want to fucking, you know, Place early release and no one yeah. do If he's mouthing off and leaving and everything after all this, you know, big four bullshit and destabilization, he's been a part of all that. I'd play him at fucking prop for the rest of the season. Starting prop. <laughs> 80 minute starting prop. Burn, just turn him into Kieran Four and just burn him out, turn him to fucking busted shell with no shoulders. That's. <laughs> That's what I'd do. And then I'd send him over to Parramatta as this fucking husk with a thousand yard stare. <laughs> Just hearing fucking mortar shells and he's hitting behind him everywhere he goes. <laughs> That's what I'd do. But they're not me, so they've got to do other <laughs> they've got other options available to them. Look, it I, I understand why you would would want him to be a prop in your team. Yep. Let me give you the analogy of, you know, just because you can suck your own penis, you shouldn't. <laughs> because any joy you get from having lips on your penis is offset by having a penis between your lips. <laughs> Unless you are one of our peen-loving brethren, in which case, fucking, I'd never leave the house if I was you. <laughs> but, um, yeah, I don't think having him... Get some, get some vertebra removed or whatever you need added or... <laughs> I could like jerry rig something that I can just crank and it bends me in half. But get four ribs removed and get them turned into extra extra vertebrae. Or something. Just have them as little hooks for my thighs. Uh, but um, 
Yeah, look, I, I think it should, as it did with, with Newcastle. It should come down to the team that is granting some part of yep. of the release. Um, I'm, I'm not sure what the Tigers gain from keeping him. He's not going to be there. Like, he's not going to be all there. Played well. You know, played a you know, match-winning role, obviously. Yeah, definitely. So, so he can, it, at least for one week, he's demonstrated that he can, Yep. you know, be business-like and be a professional and give his all for the team that he's with at the moment, blah, blah, blah. I don't see there's any real benefit to giving another team a you know perceived advantage for the rest of their season. Yeah. It also then comes down to, you know, I don't think Brooks is quite fit yet. Yeah. Who yeah. else are they going to have step in there? Yeah. And I know, I mean, I know it's, it's not the professional way to conduct things, but I really just, like, it just grinds my gears to think about like for example, this Ponga situation in North Queensland would fucking grind my gears to this this young guy with no experience in the NRL, and to actually give him experience and improve him as a player, yeah. knowing that he was leaving. I'm yep. like fucking bury that cockroach. You're playing fucking Reggie yeah. forever under no circumstances <laughs> will yeah. you ever see first grade. Yeah, and you will go to Newcastle a worse player than you were when they signed you. The other thing is this 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 is also an opportunity for the Tigers themselves. Yep. To gain a little bit of positive PR. Like if they take the moral high ground here, like you were yep. saying before that they they're getting smashed left, right and yep. centre, especially in their management. Yep. Um if their management comes out and says, you know, Moses has asked for this We've decided to to grant it. Yep. And look to the future now. However, he's not playing against us. Yeah. Um, as, as you know, precedent set by. Yep. Um, I, I think that that would be the best thing for them as a club. Because then, even though they may want to fucking throw him at prop, <laughs> um, <laughs> no one can say that they did anything out of out of spite. Yeah. yeah. And that's, that's and that's why they're declining. Why we not? Week in League is brought to you by Sportsmate Mobile's League Live, the ultimate NRL app, putting the NRL at your fingertips. News, scores, TV viewing, schedules, match day information, and more. As always, search for Sportsmate in the App Store or Google Play to download League Live today. And don't forget to follow their Twitter account that they've got set up for Rugby League this year, especially for like live stats and, and bants during games at R League Live on Twitter. So get around that one as well. Get into them about anything you've ever been curious about. They'll, they'll find it. They will fucking come back to you in a timely fashion. It's always like we should start a, you know, like a thing, like, you know, fuck up sports, mate. Like, try to stump, you know, stump them. You know, ask, you know, try and hit them up for some statistic or something. Yeah. <laughs> it's got to be a recordable statistic. It can't be yeah. like bullshit about... Yeah. Some, someone's going to go fucking <laughs> way many, in the field. Like how many, you know, you, you, you can't be asking, you know, how many how many half-time siggers did Cliffy Lyons have over the course of his <laughs> first grade career, uh, you know, with Manly. So, I mean, who knows? <laughs> cartons and cartons, no doubt. But, uh, you know, recordable statistics or, 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 you know, some sort of, you know, transformations or analysis on... on 
on on those statistics. See if you can come up with something creative. You got any stats this week that you liked? I'm fucked this week. <laughs> I'm not looking at the stats. I mean, I had to force myself to watch the games. Christ yeah. almighty. This is a very fucking ordinary week, wasn't it? Happy 250th. <laughs> <laughs> Rugby league is shit. <laughs> no, I don't, but I've got a couple I want to talk about during the um, the game reviews. Okay, cool. So I'll leave them for then. All right, excellent. Uh, we kicked off Thursday night football. Broncos 32 defeated the Roosters 8. Suncorp Stadium, crowd touch over 30,000. Broncos 32 came from tries to McCulloch, Thiday, Sims, Roberts and Mead. Kahu 4 of 5 conversions and a couple of penalty goals. The Roosters 8 came from tries to Orbison, Ferguson. And uh, Flash, uncharacteristically wayward with the boot on both yes. attempts. Um, when you did ask Nat today... Yes. You know, because you fucking insist on doing it at times that I can't be here <laughs> on purpose she insists on doing it before cheerleading training yeah sure unlucky um, unlucky was there a question about the the modern hooker I think I saw one up on Twitter you must got have had the feeling, hashtag because I, I searched on the hashtag I got a feeling it was Sam the Warden but I'm only saying that because he sends her fucking 87,000 questions every week yeah, maybe that was last week. Okay. And maybe I had to pick between one and another because, I, I mean, he's, he's, he's gearing up to propose. Yeah. By week 12. She could do fucking worse. She could. It's true. Fucking Academy Award winner. And soon to be Daytime Emmy winner. That's a fucking bit of a decline. <laughs> <laughs> Still, it's just another trophy, isn't it? It is. Sounds it like is. the fairy cobra's having a fucking spew somewhere. Coughing up a furball. Oh, you heard you say daytime Emmy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Um, Get that repugnant fucking shit. I'll tell you what, though. Fucking big shout-out to Sammy. It, it is winning parenting goals when you walk in and the two-year-old's sitting on his rug singing Ticket to Ride. Yeah. It's, it's fucking sensational. It's smashing the beat bugs, eh? Smashing the beat bugs. Um, but, you know, the, there's been a couple of questions around now, like, you know, what, what's happened to the hooker? You had all these these wonderful hookers, and then it seems that Cameron Smith's come along and and revolutionised things, and and now there's really no heir apparent to to him. I would suggest that Cameron Smith is a a, a singularity. He's an outlier, mm-hmm. um, and that the the hooking performance put in 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 Broncos versus Roosters was as close to an old fashioned world-class hooker as I've seen in a long time just that make a million tackles yep be effective in them yep give very good service and be smart enough to know when to run and dart yep it it really was a vintage you know almost Badaris like Badaris like hooking effort so um, and he's only got that, that that ankle tap too, and those like yep. des- I mean, just a fucking desperation. Yeah, like. he's, he's not a a fantastic playmaker, or you know he can kick. Um, but he, his support to that team is really in the service that he gives. Yeah, can find a try too. The, yeah, the, the effort he makes, but he knows when. Yeah, that that's what I think makes him a, a very very good hooker. Um, he's like a, he's he's like he's like Robbie Farrow with critical decision making abilities. <laughs> he's like Robbie Farrow that 
fucking doesn't deserve to have someone invent time travel just so they can go back in time and cauterise his dad's fucking urethra. <laughs> um... <laughs> I thought the the opening in this was was very very good from both teams. The Roosters were a bit sloppy in defence, um, and and the Broncos took full advantage. I think in it was the equally. I, I think it was equally garbage between <laughs> equally garbage between the two of them, which made for like you know I, attacking football. I'm, I'm trying to I'm trying to have a different viewpoint on footy lately. Okay. Because one thing that's easy to get bogged down into when you're looking at you know so many stats and this and there's been yeah. so many very technically good teams in yeah. the modern era. Um, is it at, at its heart, rugby league is a game of errors. It, it's a game of attrition and and played at its its fastest pace and highest form. You're going to get some some dropsies. So I'm trying yeah, to appreciate this is, this is that. like from the first minute though and like it's yeah. bad. <laughs> I'm trying to light a candle instead of curse the darkness here, Nathan. <laughs> all right. All right. Uh, the... The the thing that I think Broncos fans should be very happy with is their depth. Yep. I think Mead had a very good turn. Um, Nick Arima, when he came on, you know, did, he, he didn't stand out, but he sure as fuck didn't disrupt the attack, yep. which is more than, than you can, can say for a lot of people that come into that, that halves position midway through a game, especially. Yep. Um, the halftime bell rang, and, and the Roosters were right in it. They, they were horrible. Yeah. And the Broncos looked but they were a lot somehow slicker. On the, somehow on the scoreboard, they, they were, were right in that yeah. game. And I don't know what the fuck happens at halftime, but the Roosters really need to start addressing these slides. This, this was one of the and worst. This was the yeah, this was the the big one. Yeah, definitely. It it comes out that you you look at the the whole of this game, and it, and it was actually you know not even the the majority of the second half, but but the Roosters made eleven errors and gave away eight penalties. Yep. The Broncos made six errors and gave two penalties away. Yeah. You, you cannot give a team like Brisbane cheap possession and then give them repeat sets on the back of penalties. But even if, you, you know, if you're any team and give any team that, you yeah. know, invite that kind of you know opportunity, then... They could have given it a bad night last week. Yeah, yeah. We're having a bad um, night. Yeah, so look, yeah, Brisbane's free-flowing throw-it-around style of football seems to be sticking. They made 15 offloads and, and, and fewer errors. And it comp- complimented beautifully by the Roosters. Um, can't be fucked tackling. Fifth, almost 50 <laughs> fucking missed tackles. <laughs> Just fuck. This is like... I mean, I know, I've seen some Roosters fans have been kind of critical of them. You know, sort of saying they didn't earn the wins they got. You know, that kind of thing. But this was f- awful. Like, this is the first time they've looked awful yeah. this season. Look, I, I didn't have the Roosters in my top eight this year. Simply because Mitchell Pearce doesn't come back and miraculously fix these sorts of performances. Yeah. Um, yeah, they've they got some work to do, that's for sure. MJ Eagle 23. Roosters get linked with James Tedesco and they end up playing like the Tigers. <laughs> Giannis <laughs> underscore Mateus. It's the high error count, lots of bomb tries between two shit cunt teams with fucked ref calls that make Australian League the best. Fuck you. Uh, highway underscore. We've gotten progressively worse each half we've played. This decline is Tigers esque. My God, that's harsh on your own team. And uh, Alex underscore day underscore. From March premiers to Cook Chooks, I bet Pierce can hear that familiar ringing. You know, hash Pierce TSD, hash Red Roosters. <laughs> Tell you what, though, you got to hand it to the coach for fucking hooking Mitchell. Yeah, I just wonder why you're why you going to hook the kid 
even when even when he made some mistakes, he st- he still didn't make as many bad ones as Ferguson. And then you've got other shit cunts like Guerra sitting out oh, there stinking shit up. And yeah. I mean, if you look at them over the course of the entire year and like the effectiveness over the entire season, he's got it all over those cunts. Like they, if you he want to does. fuck people up, I mean, why why ruin the kid who has been hung out to dry by these other shit cunts who should know better? Uh, there were a lot. I counted four yeah. times. Mitchell's rushed up out of defence and he's gone to do that if I look like I'm making a tackle it's and, acceptable and the ball deflects off my hand yep then we'll get it back or whatever and they will fucking call that shit a knock on yeah every day of the week now yeah it's not like it used to be that you could stick an arm out and they yeah, get a and it was, yeah. you know um, and it, I think it was four that I counted at least yep where and it was tackle three or four, yep. and he's just rushed out of the line. So they either get another set, or if the pass misses his hand, there's a fucking yep. hope solo right. sized hole behind him. Yeah. So um, he's a young kid. We know what millennials are like. Yeah. There's still I think there's, there's people in our team that are performing worse. There that are should, that should be punished because they fucking know better. True. Rather than potentially, you know, derailing a kid. Because he's not even playing Regis or anything. Like, you know what, if that, derail, if that derails him... Yeah, he's probably shit, yeah. Shit cunt millennial. That's it. Yeah. Yep. Go and fucking complain about not being able to buy a house. <laughs> Canterbury Banks down, Bulldogs 22, defeated Newcastle Knights 12, up at uh, McDonald Jones in Newcastle. Uh, the Doggies 22 came from tries to Lee Frawley, a double... Nigo Montoya, Josh Morris with a try as well. Uh, conversions, uh, one to Mumbai, um, and that was fucking it, actually. The Knights, 12, came from tries to Nathan Ross and Gay Guy. Uh, Hodkinson, one of two conversions and a penalty goal. Mm. Okay, so another hypothetical for you. Yes. You're Dez. You've got fucking... Uh, Elder Hopper. Yep. Who can't play. Yep. Um... Do you stick with the setup you had for the end of this game? Morris at fullback, Mbop in the centres for the foreseeable future. Yeah, look, honestly, I I'm not. Sure. I would I would like. To, I mean, the season's not gone, so it's just a bit hard. Yeah, you know, a bit early for experimentation. But I'm not completely against. You know, by perhaps you know having a crack at fullback. So he's fast enough. He is. And you could he I just I just want I don't think he's got the ability to be in the halves. For all he has to be there, he's proven over the last couple of weeks. Yep. So he has to be there. So something has to give. So whether it's bench Reynolds and make him a super sub kind of Craig Wing. You know, yeah, like a secondary hooker sort of thing. Matt Singh. What is it well, with the Ings? I'm being fucking oh, super subs. That's just the ones that jump into your mind. But, um... But if you... If, you know, it's... I think it's one or the other. It's, you know, it's either... Reynolds is a bench guy that comes on for periods. But I think that... Once again, I hate... I hate that you're talking about, like, you know, the desire and just, like, the, the... The passion that he puts into it. But Reynolds is, like, the fucking heart and soul of that team. Yeah. I mean, he's not the talent of the team, but he's the heart and soul of the team. Um, and I think that that kind of... Yeah, the way he plays the game, I think, is something that that players around him really, you know, react to, and you know, uh, be interesting yeah, if he well does to. end up at the Tigers. Yeah, 
But, yeah. Um, yeah, look, I, I would definitely keep Frawley. Yeah. With his boots on the field. Yeah. So he can kick with them. I'm not convinced in Ambop's game awareness. Yeah. Um, I think he's a very talented player. He's definitely got the physical attributes that you need. Yeah. And I, I'm not sure fullback would suit him long term just because that whole, well, fuck, I didn't even think that the ball was going to be over there or I didn't even think that it was going to run that way. Yeah, I think I think he'd be cool with that, but it also means that he can chime in with attacking stuff, but not have the the weight of the entire responsibility on his shoulders to be this guy that's supposed to have this kicking game. And ah, you know, uh, it's fucking hard to be a ball playing fullback. Yeah, but I mean, like he's half of that kicking game. So I mean, it's pretty much. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I dare say, I dare say, it plays to his strengths. <laughs> but, um, it, but yeah, like Morris is. I mean, Morris is fine at fullback. I mean, yeah, he's done the job for them. Plus. There's also the slim chance that someone will see his brother in the line and think he's not at home and kick early. Yeah, that's right. I can't believe they don't use that uh, <laughs> that more. Um, yeah, the, the Knights again this week were, you know, um, they let themselves down. They, they were in and, and competitive and gritty, and then all of a sudden just just started those little nighty things that they do. Like, for, here's a sports mate stat that I don't think I should expect anyone to get okay when tries are scored mm-hmm. on the Knights wings the distance between the try scorer and the nearest defender okay the, every single game they have played in there have been tries scored where it is just a big sim- and it's a floating fucking pass yeah. that takes 30 seconds to get out to the wing yep and the wing just trolls over there is more space between the try scorer and the nearest defender <clears throat> yep. than the the fucking talent stats of Joey and Lockyer. So, and of course, to just to unpack that, obviously, there's a massive gulf in favour of Joey. Yeah. In, in talent over Lockyer. Yeah. Because I feel that some, some Queenslanders might not have understood what the the point that you were trying to make there. Oh, sorry, did I use too many syllables? Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah. The Dogs are uh, you know, doing what they need to do. I think they're a step down from the week before, but um, we're going to see a few of those, like I've said with Newcastle, just these where the contest gets dragged down. Yep. Bud Smoko, I want Josh Reynolds on the Blues team. Brain explosions appear to be manageable. Tenacity, put him next to Frizzell in defence. Oh, I'm not sure about his brain explosions being manageable, but he hasn't had a... Is he a proper one this year? I don't think he has, has he? There's been a couple of pseudo trips. There was like a... Was it? Uh, I'm trying to think. He hasn't had anything outrageous, though. Certainly not like that fucking night at the Broncos last year. Yannis has gone with Ayers. Are you sure Nine didn't schedule the 6 p.m. game so that ACA's Ben McCormack's dates can watch the footy and then make their bedtimes? That's before the court, sir. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Gavin is hope that's far outside the fucking jurisdiction of this show. <laughs> Gavin is hope, but the Bulldogs are playing like Chapo trying to lose his virginity. Nothing special, but they keep trying anyway. GT351 underscore Johns. We win again. Credit to the Knights that did well. Ugly win and fuck me. We need to wake the fuck up and lift. Oh, and we need a goal kicker. Mm-hmm. Uh, Aussie Jag. The least I can do to repay the video refs tonight is to go on an all KFC diet for the next week. <laughs> <laughs> South Sydney Rabbi Robbios. Well, not the Robbios anymore, are they? Because uh, 
Oh, mate, stars, Cook starts now. South Sydney Rabbitohs, 21, defeat the Penrith Panthers, 20, at the Muddy Puddle, just over 15,500 there on Friday night. The Rabbios. Rabbios. <laughs> <sighs> Adam Reynolds, Sam Burgess, Cody Walker tries. Reynolds, 3-3 three three conversions and a penalty goal in the crucial field goal. The Panthers, 20, had tries to uh, DWZ, Harawira, and Oldfield. It's good to see old Oldie get back over. Uh, Cleary, 3 of three converted oh, and a good penalty to see goal. Pass. <laughs> no, that was that was Dude. hilarious. That oh, first there. Fucking hell. That was like uh like that. Who was it? it was a fucking was it Hodges? Uh, uh, it was SKD. Or, yeah, and um, last oh, year, fucking, yeah, yeah, and, uh, yeah. Boyd went through and got it. Yeah. Um. So yeah. Look, I'll, I'll start off again. Reynolds was was sensation leading the troops about the the South forwards did a better job, although I still don't think they're living up to what they should be doing. The difference the difference Cook makes at the start of the game though, is yeah how how, how fast they were and yeah. The play the balls and how and the, and the movement from the ruck. I wasn't sure that he was, you know, an, an answer I mean like Robbie wasn't the answer but I wasn't sure he was either, but yeah, okay. Things with the game was definitely started off at a much better tempo for the Rabbitohs. But this this is the exact point I want to make with Penrith. And I'm absolutely fucking appalled at this stage of the season with what our supposed forward leaders are supposed to be doing. Mm-hmm. Fucking Trent Merrin yep. is so fucking unfit, it's not funny. Yep. How's that happen? Is that, is that a hook thing? Who fucking knows? I, I don't fucking know. One thing I do know is that there's a, a lot of credence these days given to different stats, things like post-contact metres, yep. which Merrin's always scored very, very highly in because yep. he hits the line and then just due to some simple fucking physics, because he's a fat gun, <laughs> he'll keep going forward and forward and forward and forward. That's all well and good. However, teams have figured out, and especially with people like him and, and Tamau. Now, Tamau on paper had a very, very good game. His stats were impressive on paper but if you look at how it unfolded on the field what happens now is they attack the line they hit yep and teams are prepared to give up those five six eight uh, metres after contact but two players will stay on him while he's still driving forward till the referee calls held yep and everyone else just gets back and sets up yep Yep. so you're not gaining any sort of advantage for your team in terms of actual yeah, field position. Roll on and, you know, bend the line back around. Exactly. Like that, yeah. So all that's happening is they're walking and plodding for a couple of fucking steps. And then by the time they play the ball, the defensive line's completely set. Yep. And then the next play is shut down yep. relatively quickly. There is no advantage to us in playing that way. And as happy as I was with, with how he did at the, the back end of last year... Peter Wallace needs to hurry the fuck up. Like, the, the starkest contrast on that field was like, between him and Cook. Dude's like 50 years of age, though. He's got one fucking nut. It should be like a rudder <laughs> fucking cutting him through the air. Um, and, and he's doing this fucking look at the referee for every single penalty on every single fucking play. I hate that when the fucking guy in dummy half turns into a fucking ibis throwing his arms up every He's time. fucking Jesus Christing yeah. on every single play yeah. instead of looking at where his men are, looking yep. at what he's going to do yep. and, and preparing 
for what's going on. Yeah. You know, I, I spoke about the qualities of a good hooker, and, and McCulloch showed it yeah. perfectly. He's not fucking worried about, oh, 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 oh every tackle. He does yeah. occasionally. He, he, yeah, he, he, he can do it. But yeah, he certainly can. But if, if you're looking back at the referee like that, how the fuck do you know if the markers are off? Yeah. You know, if, if you're worried about trying to get a penalty out of the referee, how the fuck do you know if somebody's crept forward and you see the referee's called them yeah. and you can dart out and hit them? Yeah. Like th- these are all these things that you fucking miss. Yeah. You know, there were, there were a couple of poor performances in the back. You know, I'll, I'll do through that that horrible pass that gave them good field position. But the style of football that the Panthers want to play does not work if our forwards are fucking plotters. Yeah. You know, I, for the next month, if Hook doesn't have those cunts doing nothing but burpees all week to practice down, up and play the ball, fucking down, up and play the ball, you watch the best defences in the league at the moment and it is quick to the feet. Yeah. That's the difference. Yeah. Post-contact metres, yeah, that that's that's good. That's great. But it's but not how... not it's actually dragging guys out of the defensive line. Exactly. Or preventing them from retreating. You know, it's it's absolutely fucked. So, uh, we got another big test this week. It was a good game. I mean, it was, it, was, it, it, was, it was a good job getting back and giving yourself a chance. But then fucking Reynolds surgical... Oh. Like that whole that whole drive by yeah. by the rabbits that set was just fucking surgical field yep. goal set. Hundred percent. Right. You, you never want to get into a golden point or a, a tied game situation, you know, with not much time left on the clock against the rabbits because, like, I mean, their forwards might you know then they're, they're not what they were, but they they'll they'll roll the fuck down they'll roll the fuck down the center of the field yeah. and set Reynolds up and he'll hit it from anywhere yep. from you know from and, halfway. And you know what they are the South for the five minutes that they need to be they can mm. be the best in the league yeah. and they needed to be then and they were so yep but um fucking start doing push ups Mary feeling worried yet <laughs> I wasn't really worried but then I think you know then you think about well you know what you only beat the Tigers in fucking nights yeah it, it, again yeah, worries relative worries about I, I didn't buy this whole premiership favourites thing coming yeah, to the start true. of the season yeah it's true coming into the season our halves pairing hadn't played more than a handful of games together. Yeah. Any other club, that'd be the reason that, that you know, they're, they're expected to lose a couple. Yeah. Um, our, our forwards, we've got young guys graduating up from from the lower grades. Yeah. Um, you know, our fucking captain has the pressures of captaining his club, being the fucking New South Wales 6 and 1 and studying for his fucking HSC at the same time. So. And earn his pocket money. Don't be a fucking smart ass. <laughs> He's got a fucking newspaper route. <laughs> <sighs> oh. hmm. Everyone's still calling him young. Like the mainstream media is all it's still young. <laughs> oh. I wonder how long he's going to be young that mile for. He needs like a pool on it. What do you reckon breaks first? Moylan's youth? Hmm. Or uh, Brooks and Moses' potential. Well, I mean, Brooks and Moses, they can't. The, the potential thing can't be really spoken about anymore. It's a package deal because they're both separate. No, uh, I don't know. So it's tough. What do they call it? Yeah. I think the potential thing's going to break first. <laughs> because I don't. Because I think that the, just the, them breaking apart as a pairing. Yeah. Is, we'll, we'll see that happen. Mm. So. Young Matt Moylan, I think he's got a lot of good another five years of youth. 
I'll tell you, I was, I, I was impressed though with um, Watani 2. Yeah, what's his first name? Yeah, forgot. Malik. He was good. He was. He was. He was in. He was in. He was in amongst it. Yeah, the, yeah he, he certainly didn't look like a you know um, overmatched by the occasion or anything like that. He, he didn't. He looked good. And and again, you know, look, some of the decision making was poor. Yeah. But some of those effort plays that he was involved in. Yeah. That that's the sort of guy that I want coming through yeah. the ranks. Yeah, I, I think so. he was fine. Mm. Uh, the biggest tiger. Personally, I'm a fan of the burnt schnitzel, but Damien is a better cook. This is the wrong team for Robbie. What's the fucking right team then? It's New South Wales origin. <laughs> oh, Ma underscore Aaron. Farrah giving the kind of service that saw your schnitzel place go broke. Yeah. Life is a thigh day. Reynolds has ice in his veins. Hashtag not the same ice as for Penrith fans. At Mario Siegs. I'll fucking make sure there's Penrith fans that catch up with you instead of Raiders ones that are going this year. <laughs> hey, Mario Siegs, the fans that brought us full Josh. <laughs> refs folding yet again this year. Colour me shocked. I didn't see too much refs folding. There wasn't too much to complain about that game for you, was there? No. Just your team's effort, really. Yeah. It, you, you can't fucking blame refs. Yep. Uh, like, go and fucking save Ugandan transgendered orphans. Fucking Mario. Devon Head. I guess Penrith have found milkshakes. Don't bring all the boys to the yard. Padum ching. A hammers. Oh well. Hashtag frozen milkshake. <laughs> He's gonna ride that shit till the wheels fall off. The mighty Manly Seagulls ten. In St George Dragons thirty five. Uh, Brookvale Oval. Um, the Dragons thirty five came from a double to Widdop, uh, double to Aiken, uh, Debellant and Mammoth tries. Um, we had four or six conversions, a penalty goal and a field goal. And uh, Seagulls, a double to George Tafua and uh, Dylan Walker, one of two conversions. Mm. He cracked the sideline one. But yeah, he's a better kicker than last year. I'll give him that. I'll give him that much. He is. That's, that's, about, that's all I'll give him, but yeah, I'll give him that much. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you got anything to say about this game? Mate, I'd... Let's move on to the next game. <laughs> <laughs> Look... I've said this before and I'll say it again. When you, when you, I don't, I don't mind, I don't mind losing a game. I mean, especially if, if you feel that the team has performed pretty much to their potential or close to it, yep. and it's been this epic, you know, slugfest, and then the other team was just better or yep. luckier or whatever. Yep. Fine, that's that's great because you know the players left, you know, they they left it out there and they can, you know, you can feel satisfied with the effort if not the result. Yep. At no fucking point in this game. From minute fucking one, yeah, they they were not they were not fucking there at all, and it's actually it's it's the worst performance of the season because even in games they'd lost earlier in the season against the Eels and the Rabbits, they were they were there for you know sixty minutes at least. Yep. But this this they weren't there at fucking all, and so they did, they provided no no resistance, and they they it's just they just seemed completely disinterested in playing a game of football and I, and. I'd love to know what they did in training this, you know, in the week leading up to that game, and if it was anything different to what they'd done in the preceding week or any other weeks. If they tried to mix something up or whatever, because whatever they did didn't fucking work. Because I've never, they haven't been that flat all year. And even yeah. even when they dragged themselves into the contest at half time, where it could have been a situation like the Storm um, Melbourne, uh, the Storm uh, Tigers game a couple of weeks mm. ago. They got themselves close enough, and you know the halftime break and clear the clear the slate and everything, and still just like, 
just so fucking flat. I don't know why. I mean, like Iwata, he was injured in the in the warm up, and look, I mean, we know now that like there ain't no party like an Iwate party because you know Iwate party don't stop and. Unless it gets injured and goes and if, off. And if the Uate party happens without Uate at the party, then the Uate party is a fucking flop. Yeah. And so that's that's pretty much the it, that's, Yeah, man. The dragons, like the dragons, was were, were solid. The dragons were good. Widdop is, is managing games very well. I mean, you know, fancy not having that anchor. Benji. I mean, Macron is prepared to play a role, a, a role where he doesn't get in his fucking road at all. Um, yeah, or, I'd, or try and Benji him up. I don't know what. If that's the be all and end all of it, but he's getting back to that form he had at Melbourne, yeah, where he was almost at that stage of well, oh, okay, fucking Origin, yep, doesn't matter, yep, you know, uh, yeah, that's right, yeah, yeah, and like so he he was good. I mean, like yeah, for, they're very they're, they're very solid, but I still don't think they're I, I still don't think they're an amazing side, and I think and I, that, again, the one thing you notice in the Dragons. And it's something that's becoming more and more apparent these days is they're not the biggest pack. They're not no. the fastest and most skilled outside backs. Yep. But you watch their speed of the play of the ball. Yep. It's people like DeBellin yep. who can hit, fall, get up. Yep. You know, there's none of this wrestle or backing into the line or trying to... If people are going to put him to ground, he'll let them put him to ground. Yep. And then he'll get up and play the ball. Yep. It, it's something that they're doing very well and it's a couple of those little things they're doing right. Yeah. Uh, they're not blowing teams away with, with mass amount of skills but it's working for them. Yeah, yeah. And I mean, I, I'm, I'm interested to see that, that I just I just wish that that Manly hadn't been so flat so it actually was a true test because I, I just don't read too much into it. I hope it was the, I hope it was like the loss that, the, you know, that Manly had to have. I mean, like shake it out. It, like maybe they thought you know, fuck, we we rolling and we're smashing all these dudes, and like we can just fucking, you know, it just happens for us now. We just turn up and it just happens, yeah. and like, you know, as a young team, you know, with with combinations that are only you know a couple of weeks old, yeah, you know, that that could happen. What you know, under what circumstances could it happen? Circumstances when you don't have a fucking good coach, and <laughs> it's amazing seeing three wins in a row. It's amazing how many people got onto the. Well, maybe Barrett is a good coach. Fucking yeah. no, Barrett wants to be mates. He's yeah. he he wants to be mates. He's a dumb fucking footballer, barely removed from being a dumb fucking footballer. You know, a handful of years away from being a dumb footballer. Barrett, Barrett's so fucking bad. Nathan Brown slapped him in the face. Exactly, and he's that. he's not fucking playing boxing chess anytime soon on brownie <laughs> exactly I mean you need to relax the slapping man maybe in Manly versus Newcastle maybe Nathan Brown can come and fucking give him another dose but you know when you've got a young a young coach who's, who's dumb, you what, just, dumb footballer barely away from dumb footballer do they play each other anytime soon in Newcastle I don't know we're gonna have a look at the draw man I don't know. because they're seriously somewhat, I'm taking it one week at a time I'm, I'm looking at you Mitch do up yeah. a fucking banner of yeah. that slap <laughs> and just have it in the fucking crowd. That'd be beautiful. Beautiful. So, uh, to, yeah. I, I don't... I, just, I, I wasn't convinced he was a good coach by three wins in a row, no matter how impressive they were. Um, nothing will convince me he's a good coach. And at performances like this, uh, the, the inability to get a team up that's on a roll at home against a very beatable side... 
to and the, to not and not even to 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 not win, but just to not even turn up for the contest at any stage. And I mean, I think senior players as well have to share so you know some of the blame. None of them sort of stood up and mm. attempted to you know drag the rest of the team behind them, you know, by the scruff of the neck. So. A lot of fucking a lot of mirrors required uh, down there at uh, at Narrabeen this week, and uh, hopefully they'll uh, turn around. That fucking first try to full score though. Is he playing this week or is he? Uh, don't know. I think he. I think he is. Well, I'll, I'll find out when we get down to the previews and I look at the team mm. list. <laughs> the team list. Is, yeah, well, remind me. Remind me. There's um something I want to say about the manly team list this week oh, as well. Uh, on a blood buzz week as only highlight was the Georgie Orgy penetrating their defence like Cal Drogo did to their mother. Hash results driven business. Mm-hmm. De Niro. Quote, Manly win by 26. Some grunt cunt. Yeah, some cunt. Mad Dog underscore no space. Is this the loss the team of destiny need to have? Look, this pundit says yes. <laughs> it, um, maybe not the loss they need to have, but it's good to have that kind of loss in round six. Yeah. Rather than have 10 wins in a row. <laughs> Of 16 wins in a row and have it in the first round of the finals or something, you know? Like, you want them to learn that lesson. A young team, you want them to learn their lessons as early as possible yeah. so they can move on with their careers. Uh, Wally Frogmore. I guess we see what happens when the team of Destiny stop playing as pub teams. Or maybe the Saints did have a soft draw. All right. See, I'll include those tweets. I'm not going to fucking hide. Mario Siegs. Polling is closed and McGrexit has been defeated. Is it possible Douse knew better the entire time? Mm-hmm. Possibly. The Canberra Raiders 42 defeat the Gold Coast Titans 16 Saturday afternoon. Hope Solo Coliseum, an official crowd of just under 12,500, so we're probably looking at about five. The Raiders 42, Hattrick to Rapana. Whiten, Leilua, Whitehead, Papali, and Kotrick also with tries. Caesar, five of six conversions. Titans 16 tries to Don Taylor and Lawton, and Taylor, or Alfred E. Newman. I think it should be called two out of three conversions. <laughs> Very rarely do you see this sort of variance in these stats, but but this is the big one. You look at the running okay. meters, yeah, that both these teams had. The Titans, yep, ran for twelve hundred meters or just over okay. twelve hundred meters during the game. The Raiders did almost eighteen hundred. So just over eighteen hundred meters, and so that's six times up the park. Yeah, more a full like yeah like goal line to goal line up the park. Now take into account that about two hundred odd of those were just Rapana. Yeah. Um, yeah. So you know really, kind of, but cameras seem now to be this beautiful archetype of a rugby league team. If you were describing, you know the the basic strategy of a rugby league game that. The forwards are designed to advance territory in the middle of the park. Yep. Um, by taking multiple defenders to tackle them, they compress the defensive line, leaving more space for your outside backs. Uh, in, in its simplest form. Yep. That that that's what most game plans start with, and and that's what Canberra are doing. And it's where some of these other forward packs, in, including Penrith, that aren't being effective, don't have that continuous roll on. Your Canberra here that's got the likes of your Papalis, Junior Paulos, those guys, yep. and they're just continuously getting yep. in there and working, but they're doing it efficiently and quickly. Yep. Then you've got guys out the back who are just big and strong and powerful. Yep. Um, and even Kotrick, like he's young, 
fucking good though. But he's a fucking beast. Yeah. He's he's fast, he's strong and he he understands how to position his body to take advantage. And he's such a good fit. Yeah. For this Raiders side as yep. well. It's absolutely you know, you um so many teams will put a especially a rookie. Yeah. In on the wings and, and all of a sudden there's all your defensive misreads and all the points yep. go down that side. Uh, and he's not exactly playing with a, a defensive master in fucking tear ducts. Yeah. Like he's no slouch, but he's not, yeah. not known as a offensive. <laughs> um, the, the Titans again, it, it's back to that template we had last year. They had plenty of effort and, and came up with effort, some, some plays and, when it began yeah. but Fuck, what's going on there? It just injuries and injuries and injuries. They need the frozen milkshakes. They need the calcium. They fucking do need Fred. Oh, uh, is it a frozen milk? Like, can you call it a milkshake if it's like you know eighty percent non-dairy flavour substitute? Pig fat. <laughs> Are you saying is there a legal requirement? Is there a legal percentage of milk that has to be in it before you can call it a milkshake? It's like that thing you know in some supermarkets. Like, there's some types of ice cream they can't call ice cream. It has to be iced confectionery dessert because it doesn't have enough cream in it. Uh, is there actually? I didn't know there was any legal. There is limit. Yeah, you know, what's the, what's the limit? I mean, like you know, with like you know, fruit juice versus like fruit drink is like you know, like thirty five percent or something thing, yeah. like that. Yeah. So, but, um, I don't know. It's fucking government's money, but um, it it's a trap that that a lot of teams fall into when they they start defending as if it was themselves attacking. Yeah. And I'm not seeing a lot of lateral movement in the Titans' defensive line. They just seem... Because they're all things. worried that their fucking ACL's the next spring. <laughs> <laughs> it's like Russian roulette with your ligaments. Um, but it, it just seems to be this very simple, straight-up defence. Yep. And, and if a player's taking more than two to, to bring down... Um, no one's coming in. When a player goes out to try yep. to shut down something on the edge... It could just be a feature of the no fact that there's you know, combinations, you know, they've got so many players out and you know, there's you know, player turnover and that sort of thing. But, yeah, um, definitely. Yeah. Definitely, definitely. But um, but it, it's just leaving the Titans way too easy to isolate yep. at the moment. You get the, the Lopana quality teams and they yeah. just run up there. Yeah, Raypana. So, <laughs> yeah. Rusty hard up. The Titans play better than we thought, but the NRL needs a support group for teams thumped by the Raiders. Hash right side highway. Fucking relax, mate. Like <laughs> the Raiders were winless until recently, mate. <laughs> Let's not get too crazy. We fucking broke you in '91. <laughs> Jeez, you've, bring never, up. you've never come back. Stop bringing up old shit. They've never, they've never recovered. Yeah, fair. Enough. Broken. No, and they didn't win that premiership in '94. Like right after you said you broke them. Oh, yeah, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I blur between 91 and 2003 <laughs> uh, Hammers uh, one positive we didn't let Rapana score 15 tries <laughs> hash small victories hash frozen milkshake uh, biggest tiger Rapana isn't the fastest this is a quote Rapana isn't the fastest or strongest winger but he's got that X factor said Peter Sterling one of the greatest minds in the game okay just so you know I'm so fucking glad that that's died out until nation to fucking let that go. 
Yeah, thank you. Thank you for mentioning it. Don't forget to forward all X Factor tweets and no, screenshots and everything. Because and leave a review. They all understand that beating a dead horse is like fucking expecting the Tigers to win a premiership. No, because beating a dead horse can be fun. <laughs> Putting any kind of expectations on the Tigers is just futility. Uh, speaking of the Tigers, though. West Tigers 26 <laughs> defeat North Queensland Cowboys 16. <laughs> Up at 1,300 teeth. Crowd just over 15,000. Uh, Tigers 26 came from tries too. Sia Manifanai, uh, Elijah Taylor, Nofaluma and McElrick. Uh, oh, and Little Tries as well, sorry. Mitchell Moses, 3 of 5 conversions. Um, Cowboys 16 came from tries of Tamalolo and a double to Hess. Thurston, 2 of 3 conversions. Yeah, look, I, I don't know whether it was anything specific that Ivan did or whether it was just the occasion and, and them finally feeling like they had a little bit of settlement. Uh, it, it's nice to see the Tigers click. You know what they're capable of. It's just that new, it's just it's the new coach bounce, but because it's actually a, a, you know not an interim coach, you know it actually lasted for 80 minutes. Because yeah. this, this was the storm game. Hmm. Yeah, you know, it was potentially the storm game for quite a while. I mean, yeah. it was only settled at the very yeah. end. I mean, you got to remember. I mean, it was you know a, there was a try in it. Oh yeah, gotcha, gotcha. With the you know, the you Cowboys bearing down on. Read them. during the week that apparently the um, the Tigers were after twos. I I heard I heard a scoop. Now, pretty much, it's been said that they were after every single fucking coach that's not working at the moment. Yeah, but and then there was all these other exotic things like Desi gets fired from the Bulldogs, he goes to the Tigers, Cleary goes to the yeah, Bulldogs. Yeah. You know, there were, there were a lot of. But just, just on those Tigers, knowing what you know, so Cleary yep. had his success with the Warriors. Yep. Limited success with Penrith. Yep. If you're the board at the Tigers, do you put Tubes or Cleary? Taking your manly legends out of the, oh, I'd probably I think probably Cleary's better for those guys. Yeah, I think, I think two twos would be um, better at manly. <laughs> <laughs> that, that's a good job to put the manly legends aside. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. The, the, I again, wonder, when are they going to fucking pull their finger out with this? You know, Bradford, this passport shit, and you know, visa or whatever the fuck's holding him up because he's supposed to be coaching that. Really? Yeah. yeah he signed like a month ago, maybe more. But he's all, you know, like red tape and blah, blah, and work this and visa that, and uh, he's still not over there. Fucking Boris Johnson, what are you doing? It's, it's ridiculous. It's ridiculous. Mopey-haired albino cunt. Um, <laughs> this was one of those games, though, that the, the Cowboys have, you know, I reckon, two, maybe three of these games in them a year. Yeah. Where there's just just some uncharacteristic performances right across the team um, you know there, there were some drop balls that generally wouldn't wouldn't have been dropped unless it was Coot trying to catch him but even in the back end um, you know Tom Alalo was damaging again um, yep. and, and Hess is treating the fucking in goal like it's Poland <laughs> it's, <laughs> but if that guy man He's and he's not even starting. Yeah, he's as close as we have to a super sub. Yep. These days he's just fucking strong. Um, With the, the exception of Lewis Brown, of course. <laughs> he was implied. <laughs> <laughs> but the 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 Tigers, are, I really think it was a, a little bit of toughness that got them there in the end. Yep. Typically in these games, if they hadn't folded early in the second half. 
they'd do themselves in by trying to you know score on every play or yeah. or when an opportunity presented itself that overrun the play or or not make the last pass that they should have made. Yeah. Um, so there's plenty for Ivan to work with there in terms of raw talent. Well, yeah, I mean, you got because this is obviously one thing this didn't come down to was Ivan's coaching. Yeah. <laughs> because there's no time to make his mark. But what it has done, the clearly the that he's he's got the he's got the locker room at this stage. Or it, it, the other thing I, I was thinking was he may have gone in there and said. You know, enough of your little fucking pity parties. Oh, you're on notice now. Show me how you can play. That's it. Yeah. You know, you've you've blamed your fucking coaches. You've blamed your old hooker. You blame Benji. It's yep. been everybody else's fault. I will clear the fucking lot of you. Yep. So, get out there and uh, and play. Yeah. Fucking love to have that speech recorded. Yeah, I, I don't. I, I don't think he's that guy. I don't think Ivan's that guy. No, I don't think he's that I reckon, guy. I reckon Hazel's that guy. <laughs> I reckon Bellamy just wouldn't say it. He'd just fucking just start, start gutting fucking barnyard animals in front of him going, this is you. <laughs> you know what? He'd hold, he'd hold up a finger. Yeah. In a Ziploc bag. Yeah. And it's, you know, painted nail. <laughs> Who's got daughters? <laughs> just, uh, um... Yeah, look, no, I don't think he's that, that guy, but apparently he's fairly my way of the highway. Okay. Well, there you go. So, hmm. King Levius. I don't know if I was watching Brokeback Mountain or the NRL tonight. Either way, there were cowboys sucking on my TV. Hash Ivan the Great. <laughs> At underscore the word underscore. <laughs> this motherfucker. Um, Ponga is the X-Factoriest X-Factor to ever X-Factor. Hashtag X Factor, all caps with an exclamation mark. So hang on, he's been confirmed at the Roosters. Yeah. No, 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 no. He's he's uh, Knights Is next he year, Knights? couple of years. Ah, yeah, okay. yeah. Okay. And they wanted him, you know, they wanted to, to get him down this year, and the Cowboys were like, nah. So they let him fuck. Okay. That's why I was like, you know, why would you, you know, why are you going to develop that kid? Because he can't backflip. I mean, I know contracts are bullshit, blah blah blah, but technically, you know, he can't backflip. So I tell you what, it. Again, it may not be as dumb as you think. A, a year playing with JT and Tom Alolo and those guys up there. Yeah. You know, go down to fucking Newcastle. Yeah, but he has to go down to Newcastle to come to that realisation, though. So that means maybe he goes back to North Queensland for his next contract. But <laughs> but then JT's gone. So. Yeah, yeah. Anyway. The biggest tiger, still in disbelief. I keep going to write something, but I, I just... Thanks, West Tigers. Can't wait to hear about it. Tell you what, fucking Sweet old mate do. down the street had his Tigers flag up for an extra day this week. <laughs> <laughs> that tall hate, and after that win, us Tigers were in our rightful place. One win outside the eight. Leroy, <laughs> <laughs> which was the same as you were before the round. Uh, Leroy Brown, 1978. Fuck me, didn't see that coming. Cowboys look horrible, and now JT out. Fuck, Queensland and North Queensland's best player gone. Word is he'll be back for origin, yeah. though. But... Uh, in a gallon-esque performance. Yeah. yeah. Toto TV. Who knew? It actually was a coach's fault. <laughs> Hashtag cleary eyes, full hearts. The Warriors 22 defeat the Parramatta Eels 10. Mount Smart crowd just over 13,500, sorry. Uh, the Warriors 22 came from a double to Bodine. Uh, Mannering and Mamalo with tries. Uh, Sean Johnson, three or four conversions. The Eels 10 came from tries to Nathan Brown and Hoffman. And uh, Gutho, one of two conversions. Now, you want some scary stats? Yeah. The fucking Warriors. 
completed at over 80%. Okay. Only missed 12 tackles all game. So we're talking, this is like first time in, in franchise ever. history. Yeah, yeah. ever. <laughs> um, and their offloads were a ridiculously low number. That's worrying. They were fucking disciplined. <laughs> My goodness. And, you know, they, they didn't come in and put 50 on the eels. You know, the, there was still a, a little bit of a contest, but that it just shows that when the Warriors focus on their strengths, which are their running game, yep. elusive players, and players backing up well. Like, you remember those those times where it was almost every week yeah. mannering at school. Yep. Almost every week. And just because he was fucking Johnny on the spot, he was yep. behind every single break. Yep. And for his position, had just enough toe to outrun most others. Yeah. You know, uh, over short distances. And that's how they were playing there. I, I really liked it when, when they were doing... The, the Eels... I think need to have a good look at, at effort as well. Um, Takarangi, especially. Uh, that, uh, I don't know if it's his hair or whatever. He 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 look he just looks like he's having a laugh. And and they really started to build this reputation for themselves. You know, after they lost their points, yep. and they came out and they were, you know, look, we still need to be a force and we need yep. to be dominant and yep. we need to, this. And they were all. Together, and they had some fantastic performances there, but this year, a, a couple of these guys, and, and I've noticed it in, in Tacker especially, just don't seem to be interested. Yep. You know, it's it's things like turn and chase. Yep. It's things like when a break's made, how many people just turn and stop. Yep. You know, that, that sort of thing. It's, it's, it's things like if, if everyone else inside you has gone in to make a tackle and an offload's coming... You haven't even attempted yep. to to cover up gaps. So, look, even with the the reshuffle with moving Gutho to fullback, the, the Eels just didn't seem to want to control the football. It's another weird one. They they were right in it on the scoreboard, but there just never looked to be a time that the Eels were were ever yep. going to crack the Warriors. And I think the Warriors did a really good job in defence on Semi and Jennings. Um, Semi certainly not the same either. No, after you fucking... He's dreaming of the wine and cheese. Yeah. When, when's his court... Is his court date round nine? No, I'm not sure. Because I'm not sure he'll... Yeah. But, um... Especially when he fucking French kissed... Fucking what's-his-name Sternum 30 kilometres an hour. <laughs> that didn't fucking do much for him. But, um... You know, the, the Warriors' defence is classically something you thought those two would have carved up. Yeah. Um... But uh, no, the, the Warriors did well. King Levius. Semi ran Rouge's misses should wear a Warriors jersey, then he won't be able to beat her anymore. Hashtag undefeated run begins. Mm. Paraman Mark II. Para are unfit, slow, and just cannot dominate at the ruck. Something changed in the offseason and it wasn't for the better. I wasn't sure if it was the offseason or it just feels like it's only the last cut, like month. Yeah, they came out yeah. round one and two. Yeah. At Rob Soul Doubt, I can feel Parramatta depression coming. Hashtag fuck Kieran Foreskin. Voodoo Rock. Do we really need Moses? We part like the effing Red Sea already. <laughs> the Crown of Southern Sharks, 11. Defeat the Melbourne Storm, 2. Down at the Korean housewife. And uh, 
fucking <laughs> the Sharks tries James Sigiaro conversion James Maloney two penalty goals James Maloney and a field goal the Storm penalty to Cooper Cronk this was a classic Monday night football encounter <laughs> yeah <laughs> a classic Cronulla Sharks Monday night football yes. encounter how the Storm found themselves fucking in this encounter I do not know let me explain this to you for all you Sharks fans who only started watching rugby league last year because that seems to be all of you yep Cronulla used to be shit and they used to be especially shit when they played on Monday night you've got you've got you, you've got fucking s- s- swimmers in your nutsack that were swimming yeah in the era when Cronulla was shit was that recent yeah oh no well, you know it's understandable if they were too busy fucking campaigning against Vegemite not having to be halal and all of those other things that, that occupy their time. Yep. Um, you know, make, making sure that... You, know, you ever had the police pull you over when you were younger and they had that thing with all the, the levels of window tint on it to make sure you were legal? <laughs> no, no. You go to Cronulla, they got them for people's skin. Yeah. It's just... <laughs> <laughs> at, the, at, the, at the fucking car park at the beach... And then, you know, I'll fucking make an appointment. I'll be back to see you in three days. And if you're lying and that doesn't get lighter out of the sun. <laughs> um, yeah, it, 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 it was obviously a, a, a meaningful game to both sides. Yes. Um, the, the Sharks just... It, it, it seems to be the, the only reliable way to really rattle the storm, and that's to put time pressure... Yep, on their ball players, and they did that exceptionally well. Um, they were also fairly disciplined in terms of not giving away penalties because your you double-edged sword there is if you're going to be rushing them all night. Yeah, one misstep, and even if it's not a misstep, yeah, if referees think, "Oh shit, he got there a bit quick," he got there a bit quick. How did you do that? Yeah. Uh, so, oh, well done to the Sharks. It, it's good to see that they can still change up the the basics of what they do. Yeah, to depend on their opposition. And there was, a, there was a long time where this game was looking like it was going to finish, you know, like soccer score. Three two, yeah. yeah. So, but it, it's nice that they got something else to make a poster about now, and they don't have to rely about fucking beating Newcastle by one. Yep. Bud Smoko, ever feel like you got the body like for feeder and the moves like Gallon? Happened to Graham post contract. Astronauts, the way to fix handling errors. Storm need to imagine the ball is a bag of cash. Sharks imagine the ball is a crate of peptides. I can't remember what I responded with. Yeah. Something like, you know, the storm, the storm need to treat it like the ball. The ball represents the lives of their family members. Well, yeah. If the storm treated it like it was cash, then there'd either be two balls on the field, or the yeah. ball would just disappear. It'd and the be- sharks have to imagine the ball is like, you know, sparkling, sp- <laughs> sparkling uh, whites only, only beaches. <laughs> Uh, a, time, a time machine with one button that says 1970 Australia. <laughs> that's like 1950 Australia, let's be real. My Saguna 85, Cronk to leave Melbourne at season's end. Melbourne play one of their worst games ever. Let the decline begin. Hashtag storm in decline. Yeah. I'd get behind that. Cavernous hope. Considering Melbourne's already full of dicks, did Cronulla have to bring their own to give the bags out or... Don't know. Tell you, the Sharky's been um, very quiet on a bag of dicks thing. It's like the premiership has just sat- has satisfied their 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 yeah, inbuilt desire to to procure and distribute bags of dicks. No, they've they've just now got this fucking small fan syndrome <laughs> where somebody mentioned that it was a fucking soft premiership. Yeah, so now they got that to fucking go on about. Yeah. Right.
Once again, we welcome back the total package, Nat Sinclair, for our Ask Nat segment. How are you going, Nat? I'm good. How are you? Very well, very well, thank you. A um, couple of good questions this week, and as usual, a couple of ordinary ones as well. <laughs> but uh, once again, we were just saying before before we hit record, we are saying pleasantly surprised. Not proud of not proud of Nation, but pleasantly surprised <laughs> the, the the level. I'm proud. Like the, I'm proud. Not the standard of the not the standard of the questioning, but the, the I guess the tone of the questioning, yeah. or the lack of certain. Tones. No, that's exactly the lack. I think that's the biggest thing: the lack of yeah, you know, a, underlying themes that we're not getting. That's great. Exactly. I mean, let's said let's said about the weekend, the better as far as our teams are concerned. Oh, anyway, God. I mean. <laughs> One week after another at the moment. I mean, it was only—it feels like only yesterday we were like, "What a pleasure!" Yeah, we what both pleasure had, it we, is. We, had we had smashed a nil. nil. You know? Yeah, <laughs> we were so cocky, and now it's like oh. a <laughs> uh, massive, massive reality check <laughs> from teams. Selling the grand final tickets. Both, both, both losing to teams that are far beneath us. Oh, it's embarrassing, isn't it? I don't care it that is. we had half, like you know, three players out. It's south. Like exactly. no offense to any, it's south. Really, like really. Anyway, it feels like morally, like morally, you should get the win in those games because it justifies the position that the you know that the coaching or whoever made the decision well, to drop the players. Well, I think everyone carried on afterwards as if they were like, "Oh, Griffin's decision backfired," as if it was this massive plan to drop the players so we would beat South. That wasn't the yeah. point. Like the <laughs> point was that you know, no individual is bigger than the team and discipline is worth more than a win and that will, I stand by that and that will um, help us in the future, you know Um, so I'm so supportive of it we lose, you know, we lose two points whatever, Um, there's more of that where they came from, so you know I think hey, you make of this? Did you see his media frenzy last night or yesterday afternoon? On, over on, over on that? The and, the and there was that. There was oh. the, the team list came out and they just typoed and they didn't have the C next to him. And so all of a sudden you see Fox like fabricate this entire story. Like, no, oh, he wants- literally wrote this whole story about how it's emotionally been on his mind for the past And he wants to focus week. on his footy and everything like that. Yeah, so he wants to, doesn't want to be captain anymore. And- like, yeah. captain's is really important to him. And yeah. there's no way, like, he takes that seriously, and there's no way you'll see him drop that, let me tell but, you. That's like, hilarious how it's just, it, it all was, comes it really down to the fact that it was just a typo in the mm-hmm. team list. And now I'm never going, not that I did before, but I'm never going to believe any story I read from those um, providers because I saw yeah. what they did just blatantly make up something. So it's like yeah. they really screwed up. But It's really glaring that, when you know what the real deal is. Yeah. <laughs> and you see firsthand, you know for a fact what the real story is, and you just see this mystifying bullshit. Yeah, <laughs> someone, like probably some intern, being like, okay, like he's not the captain, make something up. And he's like, sources tell me, we understand. And it's like, oh, yeah. for Christ's sake. Like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> sources close to the team. Exactly. You so- know? Okay. <laughs> yeah, good on him. All right, so first this week we had Paraman Mark II. Paraman MK2, he's a uh, very, very old school, like one of the OG listeners of the show Love it. years and Good years ago. Him. He said, uh, great show, lads, as always. The addition of Ask Nat is the best part of the show. Refreshing oh. to get a female opinion on footy. That's so nice. Thank you. Yeah, yeah, like on one hand it is. It's so nice. And then it's like, well, Nice for me, not for you guys. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Uh, (laughs) King Levius said, I know some NFL teams do it, but does the NRL stop girls from getting tattoos, haircuts, etc. without permission? Or probably more the club, I guess, 
Well, it's interesting the timing of this because I chopped all my hair off yesterday. Um, so it was really interesting to see, like, I pretty much as soon as I got back from the hairdresser, um, I saw that and I was like, oh, I hope not. Um, but look, I know that at some uh, clubs they're very, they want to regulate their appearance. Um, okay. I don't okay. agree. I don't agree with that at all. Um, I don't. I won't name the clubs, but there are a few that. Um, they literally want to have the same pin, the same hair, and you can't change the hair, and you have to look like you did in the auditions, and if you change it, you've got to tell them, and that sort of thing. Um, we're not like it. We're not about that at Penrith at all whatsoever. You can do whatever you like. Um, so, yeah. No, well, you've seen Danny just dyed her hair as well the other week. Yeah, she's brunette now. So, yeah. and, like, we don't need that. At the end of the day, this is not what you call a like high paying jobs that we're doing mm-hmm. like it's a hobby and yep. um, I think I really feel strongly that for any squads that try and put you know that sort of restraints on the girls they need to kind of look at themselves and be like hang on we're not the Dallas Cowboys cheerleaders here like yep. we're just you know we're there for the lols like we probably won't be around in 10 years time um, so <laughs> we should just kind of don't take ourselves too seriously and just you know um, do whatever we want so yeah Penrose no no worries at all but some squads yes and like you know, it's great. It's great if they want to if they want to act like they're the Dallas Cowboys. But with all those constraints comes comes like you said, like you know, mate, like pay and pay them accordingly. Yeah, like, yeah, things you know, like that. Um, or like it's just it's silly um, to do that. And unfortunately, the girls, you know, they do really want to do it so much that they will, you know, alter themselves to make sure they fit that mold. And I don't think that's right. Um, but uh, very, very lucky at Penrith. They're very relaxed, pretty much yep. on everything. Yep. Um, and, you know, the main thing they want from us is that we actually are sitting there enjoying the game because that's what you like to see. There's nothing yep. worse than seeing a bunch of gorgeous girls just sitting there not realising what's happening when they're crossing the line. So, yep. um, you know, I think we're very, very lucky there. I would not I would not go for any squad that did that at all. Yep. Okay, Cavernous Hope, another uh, cheer-related cheer question. Said, if cheer squads had contracts and the girls could be traded like players, pick mm-hmm. another squad you'd like. Yeah, I like this question because that's the fact, like, I would not cheer for anyone else. I know that sounds really um, cliche, but when I was growing up, I didn't want to be a cheerleader. I wanted to be a Panthers cheerleader. Um, There is no chance in hell I would cheer for any other squad under any circumstances. If we got rid of our cheerleaders tomorrow, then that's me done. Because there's some that actually share, there's some cheerleaders that they used to at least have shared squads as well. Yeah, they do. I think like some, uh, Manly, Manly and Para are on yeah. the same person. Um, so there's a few, like, interchanging ones there. There's a lot of girls, you know what, like, we're all in it for different reasons. Some girls are professional dancers, um, and for that reason, they'll just go to the squad that they think is best for that in that regard, and good on them, that's fine. But I'm I'm not the professional dancer sort. Um, so um, it's definitely just for me about the actual team and what's going on in the field for me. So no other squad. Cool. Good. Strong, strong response. Yeah. <laughs> Giannis underscore Matea said, how many points do the Panthers have to be down by before you stop cheering? Does 25 sound about right? So he's kind of having to go at both of us now. Yeah, thanks for that. St. George fan. Thanks for robbing salt. Who does he go for? He's a Dragons fan. That's where he got his 25 from, I suspect. I can't even say anything. No, we we can't say shit until... He's doing so well. So that's, I don't know, exactly. really annoying. And they don't, they don't feel like they're slowing down anyway, so I can't even say, let's see where you're going to be in 10 weeks' time, because I think they'll be okay. Um... No, oh, I, think, I, I think the crash, I think, I think Judgment Day is coming real quick. Really? We'll have to see yeah. what happens. Um, <laughs> but I think we're playing them again this year, so we'll just see about that one. But yeah, yeah no, exactly. I will be cheering no matter how many points we're down. I'll always cheer so many score one. Exactly. Okay. Uh, yeah. <laughs> now we've got an underscore JDHD, and this guy, he's, he's fairly new, I think. 
Mm-hmm. And he said, uh, do you think it's sexist that Nate's potty mouth disappears during this segment? So like there's so and and like I would like to add a supplementary question to this one as well. Just the I would just like to add an appendix to this question. What the fuck do we do with cunts who ask questions like this? Now? <laughs> oh god, I like that addition. That was a really good addition to prove. It's it's funny because probably it, it's probably he's probably like not not completely incorrect either. But it's funny because like when we're talking before recording. Whatever's coming. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know exactly. what? The first, the first time, the first one I did, I, I noticed I swore a bit when I listened to it back, and I was like, "What if my parents want to listen to this one time?" So I was like, "Hang on." So after that, I was like, "I need to just be careful." <laughs> like they, like they don't know though. I feel like they don't. I never swear in front of my parents ever. But when I'm at work, it's like every second word because I'm so stressed out. So yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, as, yeah after that first one, I was like, "Oh no." <laughs> I need to be more careful. <laughs> yeah, we do, do we need to cut out cut out the segment and make a, a special edited segment version? Literally, you can, go, show, you can show your parents and be like, "Yeah, this is this is what it is." Mum and Dad Sinclair, like, look at the angel. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> I where we got this one? God. <laughs> <laughs> e underscore rascals with the final final question of the week. Mm-hmm. He said, uh, "Who's your favourite Star Wars Rebels character?" Oh God. Oh god! It's more. Am isn't I going to break hearts by saying that I haven't watched any yet? Well, this is yeah. This is well. Yeah, it's only been a week. It's exactly. a long. It's a long, gave it's a long us, season. You gave, me, you gave me the whole season. Exactly. So, I mean, there's time. You know, know, there's going to be time off in Origin. You know, you oh, probably knock knock a couple over week? during Origin. Yeah, you got bye weeks. weeks. What else is there to do besides watch Star Wars? Exactly. Like, I mean, really you're motivated. You could easily knock three over in a bye week. No problem. Easily. So yeah, you know, no worries about no worries about my job or anything like that. Like, I'll just yeah. focus on those bye weeks. I'm watching exactly. Star Wars. And I'll have an answer to that. So, can we, like, save all the Star Wars questions for one big Star Wars-themed episode at the end of the year? All right, done. <laughs> then and we're going to get so many more Star Wars questions. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to be, like, bombarded. It's going to be, like, the Natalie Bruglia hijacking, except all with Star Wars questions. Okay, so what we'll do is, like, you you let me know, even if it's on the yeah. down low, when you, when you think you've, you're, you're qualified to field these questions. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's it. <laughs> And then, we'll, and then uh, we'll really see how uh, how much of a geek crossover factor there is yeah, we'll <laughs> with the podcast. Yeah, we'll give it a really good go. It's a bit of a goal of mine now to become a Star Wars, you know, I really know what I'm talking about, so give me time. Awesome. All right. See, that's, that's that kind of commitment and, yeah, and motivation. So, yeah, you needed that to get through your law degree. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of serving in all areas and of get through Get through all your obstacles, any obstacles yeah. in the cheerleading <laughs> thing. So... Uh, <laughs> Now you're applying it to Star Wars. Every week, that sort of obstacle, this attitude's going to help me. Exactly. It's a, I mean, it's a motivational segment as well as informative. It is. It really is. It's a good story to everybody. Like, you can do whatever you set your mind to. You've you reached the sky. Achieve your, achieve your dreams. Watch all the Star Wars movies. Touch the stars, everyone. <laughs> and then have wars with them. Yeah. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> All right, now thank oh, you very God, much for your time again. Any questions, as always, guys. I mean, if you haven't figured it out by now, hashtag Ask Nat. That's the best way. I mean, I literally I search on that hashtag when I'm uh, getting the questions together on Wednesday. So if you get your questions in by sort of like lunchtime on Wednesday, you've got a good chance of getting on the show. And you can email them to hello at this week in league as league dot com as well if you want to. But uh, if it's a if it's a longer multi part question, but uh, yeah, otherwise hashtag Ask Nat on Twitter is probably the best way to go, and that's the way that most people send them through. So. Uh, once again, thank you, Nat, and uh, we'll talk no, to you next week. Thank you. Thank you.
previews kicking off a Friday afternoon. No Thursday game because, I mean, you know, why have a Thursday night game when there's a public holiday on the Friday? It's pretty much the only um, Thursday night game all year that makes sense. Maybe because they understand that, you know, for people to go to games, they need to not be working 15 minutes after the game starts. <laughs> so, Friday, 4pm, first one, the Doggies take on the Rabbitohs. And this is one of the harder games, I think, to uh, yeah. to, to pick of the round. Uh, on the downside for the Dogs, Clemmer's out. On the upside, Abby's out. So you've got Brett Morris moving to fullback. Um, Kerrit Holland comes back into the side from injury. And again, he, you know, running out Ambion Reynolds. Yeah, yep. You know, and... And Frawley, you know, way back in the 20... I mean, but, but he was back in the 20... In the in the lead up lineups last week as well, he was, and it was almost like but a game day decision to put him in aside. No, it was only injury that got him on the field. Oh, was it? Yeah. So, I think Des just has to come to terms with the fact that the photos of him fucking blowing a goat are going to come to light mm-hmm. and get Embi out of the team. Yep. Move yep. to the centres. Um, if he does run that lineup out, I'm on Souths. If he doesn't run for all the out starting, I'm on Souths. Yeah, I would agree, and and I, I, I'm gonna I'm gonna go the dogs. But yeah, I think they need to realise that the Frawley era is here. As weird as that is, uh, he's actually providing them with some kicking game, and mm. that's and, and that's that's all they've needed, obviously, to get over these teams that are you know, not the greatest teams. Yep. The uh, Newcastle Knights take on the Roosters Friday, six pm, at Newcastle. Look, Latrell Mitchell has been has been uh, has been benched um, for this week. I think he's not even playing Reggie's. I think he's just having a week off. Mm-hmm. So maybe it's like a mental health week. Uh, so Joseph Manu into the side in his place. Hmm. I, I I don't think Newcastle's the team to take advantage of that. No, and I think the yeah you know, the Roosters like Manly last week they weren't there. They also failed to back up after the March Grand Final. And uh, I think that we'll see a, a better Rooster side this week. And I don't think it is going to be because of the lack of uh, Latrell Mitchell. Maybe he's just the poster boy for, you know, putting other people on notice. Yeah. But uh, yeah, I think I think they'll be back to more what we saw in the earlier rounds of the competition. Look, yeah, as, as good a job as I think Lamb's doing with, with limited resources, I think Keery and, and Pierce are going to be a, a little bit too much for, yep. for he and Hodkinson. Broncos take on the Titans Friday night football at Suncorp Stadium. Look, I think the Broncos, I don't need to talk yeah. about too much, to be honest. 100%. Titans just, I mean, they've got, yeah, they've got Pete's back at hooker, and yeah, that's that's an important in, yeah, for sure. Mm. Um, until he gets fucking biscuited yeah, 20 minutes it, in. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I mean, don't joke about that because it's gonna—it's probably gonna happen. Um, once again, I think the Titans will—they'll try. They do get up for the Broncos games. I mean, they do have that little brother, big brother thing going on. But I just don't think it's going to be enough. I think the disparity in the talent between the two sides yeah. at this stage of the season this year is just too high. Uh, Mighty Manly Seagulls take on the Melbourne Storm Saturday afternoon. At Brookie. Now Uate's back in, so obviously it wasn't too much of a you know an injury. That forced him from the game last time. Um, Miles has been. They, when they tweeted out the team list on Tuesday, they were like, "Well, big changes to the lineup, like and like making like, so, yeah." So I think Miles is, is rested this week, 
Tapao's got the like a rib cartilage or you know something something that's keeping him out. Um, you should, yeah. okay. Miles must be off, you know, reprising his role of fucking Quaid. So yeah, like so so Lloyd Parrott returns, um, and that that would be the, that would be the place that Miles would would have. And so I think just with the lack of Nate Miles on the side, I mean, if they could find a way to get rid of Lewis Brown as well, then fucking uh, <laughs> 13-plus the Seagulls. Well, I'll tell you what, you saw what happened with the Melbourne Storm the week after a victory that they played poorly in. Yep. Um, yeah, I, I wouldn't Look, be... I hope the Storm bring, the, I hope the storm bring, this, bring this fucking uh, game against the Sharks. I hope they, <laughs> if they bring that form, beautiful, do it. Um, <laughs> the, uh, the the storm the, the storm have a the outside chance of uh, of bringing Cameron Munster and uh, which Bromwich Jesse Bromwich back into the side. Uh, they're on the the extended bench in twenty and twenty one, mm-hmm. so uh, you know yeah. it could be gamesmanship. Though I mean, this twenty one business is you know fucking meaningless until you get closer to the game time. But uh, look, I mean, it's obvious, obviously, uh, I'm, I'm going to have to it's for, uh, man, go it's for with manly the storm. to lose this game, and uh, yeah, and, <laughs> and as they turn up with their attitude intact from uh, from the previous weeks and forget about last week, they'll win it comfortably. Canberra Raiders take on the Warriors. In Canberra. Canberra in Canberra. I, don't, I think just a little bit more consistent than the Warriors. They can't go past Canberra. They're in fantastic form at the moment. And sure, the Warriors seem to be finding a little bit of something to scrape past some teams the last couple of weeks. Yeah. But that's that doesn't mean it's, it's it's better form. But that's the thing. But it doesn't mean it's good form. Yeah. Or I mean, I mean like Canberra have been you know, very good lately. So Warriors executed in their last game in about as best a fashion as you can expect from that team. And they scraped home against Parramatta, who were out of sorts. Were terrible. Yeah. So, Canberra, St George, Illawarra Dragons take on the Cowboys once again. These tinny motherfuckers pick up the Cowboys at the best possible time. It's practically Origin time, Cowboys. Yeah. Like, it's away from home. It's no Thurston. No Thurston. No, <laughs> no Scott. Scott. They no, they yeah. really couldn't get them at a better time. So. Um, the only the only thing that sinks the dragons here is complacency, and I don't, I don't think, think they're, they're going to be that Yeah, I, I don't think I don't think so either. So, uh, yeah, I'm going to tip the dragons this one. So it's good to see Blake Leary in there at nine, uh, getting getting a go. He was excellent for Manly, and I wish we had kept him. Uh, but yeah, I, look, I, I just I'm just not sure the Cowboys have got what it takes, especially away from home, mm. and without JT, they're certainly a very very different side. Penrith Panthers take on the Cronulla Sutherland Sharks at the Muddy Puddle Sunday afternoon. Just point out in this one to anyone that thinks that fucking gambling is a decent pastime. <laughs> that the Panthers are a dollar seventy favourites in this game. Yeah, why though? Like I can't think of any justification. And sure, and this is early in the week, so this is like the market being set at that. That's not punters yeah. setting at that. You know, like it- adjusting the market. By putting a flood of money onto Panthers, yeah, I don't understand what. Like, okay, like Mo- so Moylan's coming back into the team. Young Matt Moylan's back. It's not, you know, Moylan, Moylan, and Moylan coming back into the team. That I don't understand. Yeah, but um, yeah, I, I don't think Cronulla are the sort of team who would have, you know, played their grand final last week, um, even though their fans acted like it was a grand final. Yeah, yeah, like I mean, you know, Sigiaro, you know, was injured, and and so he's. But I mean, so this is the Sharks team that's been, you know, it's been fine without Sigiaro. 
Yeah, without yeah, him. So that's it. So no, I, I, I don't see our forwards turning around their performance in a week. You got and a lot of ins coming, you know, back like so. We do. We've not got full strength, but you know, you, you're starting to look, you know, take shape a bit. Better. We s- could have Peach back. We could even have Bryce back. Yep. Um, Bryce but, is extended bench, though. Peach is not. I think he's actually named. Yeah. He is. He's but named again, so. the that sort of game where it's going to be uh, props and second rows just belting each other. Yeah. Um, you know, we're, we're going to have the Latas and the, the kick hours trying their fucking guts out. Yeah. But uh, I really don't think our, our main forwards are going to be able to stand up to it. And finally, the Parramatta Eels take on the West Tigers Monday afternoon. It's not Monday night football, but it's as close as we're going to get in 2017. Fucking flip a coin. Look, it's a good team for the West Tigers to get in the second round, you know, of the, of yeah. the Ivan era. A team that's out of sorts. And, uh... Gutho's still named in fullback. Yeah, and his Takarangi in the sixth thing. I just so. think that's a, that's this Eels kryptonite. I just can't see him putting anything together with that guy in the six. I don't know. I don't know what the answer is. But well, it's not Jeff Robson. It's not Jeff Robson. Which, through to Eels form, and you know, it's like he was on everyone's fucking speed dial for everything. Yeah. So. Um, yeah, I. I mean, but surely they've got like an outside back that they could try in in fullback and bring Gutho into you know to because he's been doing well in six. You'd almost put Jennings in there. Yeah, I saw him. Yeah, you know, maybe if it was his fucking job, you'd get him to pass. This Will Smith in twenty one is this Will Smith from Panthers? Will Smith? No, um, Fresh Prince. Ah, oh, of course. Yeah. Yes, okay. it is. So yeah, so why do you put him? I mean, he he had some, he had some he had some barriers, but he had some okay games there. He he was a typical young player coming through. Yeah, you know there, there were some times where in his head something looked like a fucking great idea and didn't turn out that way. This Takarangi and six things just not working. So I don't yeah. you know why why persist with it. It's not working for it's not working for smooth Corey. No. And uh, yeah, so you know why why ruin one combination? Just to make up for a perceived shortfall somewhere else. I mean, I'm not saying like you know, Semi's a fullback or anything, but mm. fuck. I mean, if Semi had the awareness to be the fullback and and to to get the ball, get, get come getting him trucking the ball back with a long run up. I mean, <laughs> fuck. You know, that'd be something. I guess the West Tigers do. I mean, you know, he could he could he could truck it back from a long run up straight at Moses. This one will be a nice test for the Tigers in terms of their attitude. I think Tigers are going to. So. I think Tigers have got them covered. I just don't think the Eels are Eels are good enough sorts at the moment. They're just you know. yeah, definitely. But you know, again, you you get fucking Manu Mau get a mission to give somebody some fucking hurts. Yeah, yeah. And and then all of a sudden, the things start crumbling. Yep. Um, it, it's probably a nice soft opportunity for the Tigers to to prove their mental fortitude. Yep. I'm going to go with the Tigers at this stage. Strange to say, but um, yeah, I, just, I think the Eels are out of sorts at the moment, and mm. I don't think that. Uh, I think it's a perfect matchup for the for the Tigers in week two of the Ivan era. Yep.
that's full time for episode 250. Thanks for listening, everyone. Thanks for joining us across uh, 250 episodes thus far. And, uh, you know, plenty more to go. Another 250? I don't know. But, you know, plenty. Uh, as always, you can interact with us on Twitter. So follow at TWI League. Also on Facebook.com forward slash This Week in League. So especially this, mate, make sure you hit the like button, share shit around, retweet things on Twitter. Get the word out there on this 250th episode. iTunes, one of the best ways to support the show is dropping a review for us. And uh, if you don't have time for a review, um, you must be the busiest cunt in the world. But uh, you can certainly throw a ranking in there as well. Um, a star ranking of five stars, of course. Otherwise, you know, it's a fucking use of you. Two reviews this week. And uh, the first one is uh, entitled 71G3R5, <laughs> The Tigers in Decline. Five stars by Watto Ruse. This podcast is better than Matt Moylan is young. It'll make you laugh almost as hard as that time Ben Hunt dropped the ball off the kickoff in the grand final. Been listening for over a year now and the podcast is getting better at the same rate the Tigers are declining. <laughs> ah, good stats. <laughs> that sounds like... Well, a, I can play catchphrase bingo with that sounds, one. Is that like your wife or... <laughs> uh, this next one, we've got another one here. Five stars. They only use the C word when absolutely necessary. By Catlike7. Stumbled across this podcast, thought it was a serious weekly league review, which it is, but delivered in that Derek and Clive type format of two mates just bouncing around and feeding off each other. How they sustain it for two hours, I don't know. These guys are laugh out loud funny. I'm hooked from one episode. Thank you, sir. And thank you for giving us a review so early into your listening run. And it's funny, like Derek and Clive thing, you didn't... Yeah. Like, I, I am so flattered by the Derek and Clive <laughs> comparison because that is like for me that is like one of the the funniest things I've ever fucking heard in my life and um, I was telling I was telling Jay before we were recording uh, about Derek and Clive and how uh, when I was making my guitar I had a, a friend who uh, had a guitar shop at Paddington and I used to go in there for advice and things like that on you know how to do certain things and pick up parts and that sort of stuff and he used to play it we used to sit in there just fucking howling listening to shit for hours um and I showed you one of them, and it, it's, it was so it was, it was so appropriate the one I picked that one with you. Fantastic! The, the guy came up to me and he, and, he, and, he, and you know I called him a fucking cunt. <laughs> he said, "You fucking fucking cunt." <laughs> so yep, that's yeah, yeah that is um, very much like. Yeah, us. I do. If we want a week off, yeah, we'll just put put that on, put the mics up to it. <laughs> we'll go down the paths. <laughs> I mean, really, you just need a little bit of rugby league talk in there, <laughs> and it would be, we just read the tweets out and then just let them take it away, Derek and Clive. Derek and Clive, of course, being like alter egos of um, Peter Cook and Dudley Moore uh, back in the 70s, I think it was, and uh, it's just this freeform, just two dudes talking and just filthy. Fuck, it's fantastic. Yeah, Lovely. you can you can listen to the whole thing on YouTube. They've got uh, yeah segments and they've got the whole thing in yeah on YouTube. So you go nuts. Uh, Supercoach, Lucky Punks on top, followed by Odie McOatface, Dingbats, Ebenezer Rascals, Junior Mince, the Journeyman, the Wendells, Sesame Timbers, Jimmy Pete's World, and Mighty Doggies. So a fairly standard lineup there of guys are uh, tipping. One-eyed Tiger retains the top spot. Oof. Tied now with E underscore Rascals. And uh, followed one point back by uh, Jimpanzee15, Fabs, TBI Dragons, Mikus, Mario Siegs. And one point back, we've got NZ Tiger, Three Card Magic Trick, and Goodnight CJ. So, One-Eyed Tiger, he got six last week, which is pretty good. Oh, sorry, no, he got four last week. And um, that's, I think I got four or five. But uh, I, want to know if he, I want to know if he picked the Cowboys or the Tigers. 
Because mm. he did say, I mean, we said last week, yeah, that, you, you said know, he how could a Tigers fan be so successful? He must be tipping against his team. What a shit fan. He's responded and said, yes, I tip against my team when necessary. If I'm going to lose on the field, I may as well win at something. Hashtag Simona Syndrome. Yeah, Mr. Wars used to say that when he'd bet on New South Wales for origin. <laughs> it said, you know, it, so he, he was hedging his yeah. emotions. yeah. If Queensland won the game... So it was like a silver lining, you know... Well, yeah, if they won the game, he didn't care about doing his dough. And if they lost, at least he made some money. Yeah. So... Kick at the hunt said, uh, fuck the tipping, fuck it right in the stiletto heel. (laughs) Say strawberry thick shakes. I didn't look at what he got, but I'm presuming it was probably one out of eight or something like that. Ouch. But, uh, that's it. That's all we've got time for. Thanks for joining us over the last 250. Keep your eyes posted for the upcoming... Membership and support options. Yeah, we do have to drop through. We do have to jump through uh, a couple of hoops in terms of you know like anti-terrorism anti- finance, anti- anti-money laundering, and anti-terrorism funding, and and that sort of, that sort of thing when we when we're setting up something like this. But um, yeah, that shouldn't take too long, and so yeah, those options will be up there before too long, yeah. and uh, we'll let you know, and they'll be on the website. So we're saying we, we should be able to get them up, but there may be some lead time between when you can see them and when you can purchase them. Yeah, well, you know, I, I, these. I've I've signed up with similar things with some of my other businesses uh, in the past, and they don't take too long. They turn around a couple of days. So this Easter break, you know, might th- you know throw a spanner in the works. Were you actually so. funding terrorism in those businesses, though? Well, I mean, are we funding terrorism now, though? Look, it, it may not be radicalised, but there are some people out there who got some targets. Who got it coming? You know, no, but you know, th- there are people looking to promote terror. Yeah. That's true. I heard fucking Frogmore say he might come out in public this year. Yeah. yeah. That's unlikely. That's, 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 that's what we call in the business straight up fucking lies. Yeah, true. <laughs> fucking hobbit. <laughs> yeah, exactly. He'll stay down there in fucking uh, in Tasmania. Jesus. Want to show his damn face. But that's it. Thanks for joining us for 250. Fuck and uh, we'll talk to you next week. See ya. <laughs>